and is only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Who'd win in a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. Ah, God. Wrong. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, <laughs> I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. We're done. Obama! It's Tuesday, <laughs> December 29th, episode 86. Welcome to the Godless Revolution. That was our little tribute to Heath Enright. Of the yeah. uh, scathing atheist, because I love that show, man. Those guys are fucking awesome. And the skeptocrat and god awful movies. Yeah, yeah. He's on all three of those. They haven't excellent done a skeptic- shows. They haven't done a skeptocrat for like a month. No, Heath's dad had health problems, so yeah. he's yeah. I'm We're very know. happy that he's back. Yes. I, don't, I don't know what's worth worth w- worse <laughs> to have to sit through a GOP debate or a shitty Christian movie. Yeah, they seem to have fun with the Christian movies. Yeah. And we the, have fun with the debates. True, and the debates I mean, are they, longer. Yeah, true. They're just a whole lot longer, and our uh, forehead probably they're hurt they're from hitting the table. Just as much crazy as a lot yeah. of the Christian movies. So yeah, that's like, a tough call. But I like the god awful movies. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm glad Heath is back, and he he was missed while he was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. on the on the latest episode of Scathing Atheist, I believe Noah said that they should have a another skeptocrat out the beginning of next year. So okay, sweet. Which is really, week really or so soon. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So there's no debate tonight. No. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> we can talk about shit. We want to talk about the craziest fucking world. We can do news world. and stuff and talk about atheist stories in the news. We could banter. I have a whole we shit can ton of stuff. chit chat a bit. I, I collected the uh, top stories from the year 2015 for each state. Holy awesome. Fuck nugget. So I got like. That's a whole show on its own. It's in 50 states, 10 stories. That's 500. No, 5,000. I don't know. <laughs> no, 50. <laughs> Only the top 10 stories. No, no, top, no. The top stories. Oh. Did I say 10? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I heard 10. Because everything's, everything's a top 10 list. <laughs> Fucking David Letterman <laughs> fucked me up for life. All, yeah. Unless yep. you're doing the Ocho the City to- Weekly. The level. top okay. story from each state for 2015 as a wrap-up. Okay. So, nice. That's what I brought. So I, I pulled up a bunch of different uh, audio clips of fucking crazy... Crazies. Crazy religious people or right wing people, which I I'm just repeating myself. Yeah, yeah, there's really no difference there. Um so how was your guys' holiday? Good. I was at work, so That's true. Just a, a normal day to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was atheisting right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. By not celebrating that Christian holiday. Yeah. No, uh so we had we had everybody, you know, all the family members over on Christmas Eve for the traditional Danish Christmas Eve dinner, mm. and I won. I won the little Christmas present by oh, you. You found the nut. Yeah, 
I found I found the almond. Really? In the Riesegruten or whatever the fuck it's uh, <laughs> rice pudding. Yeah, the rice pudding stuff. It's a, I, so I got this tiny little quadcopter thing. Ah, it's it's like three inches. Yeah, by three inches. Those, itty bitty. Those little things are harder to fly. Than oh the big my god! Ones. It's really yeah. It's, it's, it's not really easy. rough. I I've kind of mastered it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, you it, can't just like go. I want to go left. You have to like really like tiny touches. Oh yeah, tiny it's touches. it's really really sensitive. Uh. But this was the first year that I won that, so I was I was excited. Nice. Well, so we had everybody over for that, and you know you've done a good job, and you're winning when the octogenarian matriarch of the family delivers a tearful speech, saying how much she appreciates everything that you've done. Ah. Yeah, Tracy's grandma got up and gave a very heartfelt little thank you. You know, saying that you know. Back when she was young, she'd watch her grandmother and mother do the dinners and, you know, then her grandmother passed away and she watched her mother and she would do it. And then she taught her daughter and now her daughter hosted it for a while and now her granddaughter's hosting it at her house. And I'm just so happy to see this family tradition continue. And, <laughs> yeah, she was really cute. So That's I was, cool. I was happy that she, that that she, she enjoyed that. And yeah, it was really nice. And we had the whole family over again Christmas Day. That's one of my family traditions that we do breakfast burritos. Oh. <laughs> and they're so good. Like <laughs> so, we all I love breakfast burritos. Oh, man. And it, it's all homemade stuff. It's all homemade except the tortillas. And then we, it's very close to homemade because we get the kind that you actually have yeah, to cook. Yeah, cook to, them, yeah. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. So nice. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, got some cool gifts and gave some cool gifts. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and then I did some work in the studio yeah, over the yeah, weekend. You did. It looks it looks professional. Looks cool. It's kind of badass. Yeah, I'm digging it, and it sounds really cool in here. Yeah, it does. It's weird. As I was putting the tiles up, as you as as one ear was facing a wall with the tiles on it. Yeah, you felt like you were kind of going deaf in that ear because yeah. there, there was no, <laughs> no no sound bounce at yeah. all from the wall. So just totally muted. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll it dig looks, it in here. It's awesome. Then there were a couple times where I just like came in here and sat down and was like, <laughs> "This looks like a <laughs> 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 like <laughs> clapping and whistling like that's yeah, really cool." Like, I could kill a person no in here. Ec- echo no. whatsoever. I mean, yeah, just nothing. Just, yeah, yeah. Even with a window, are you gonna glue that thing up too? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, you know the oh. the covering on it is kind of a oh, piece of true. shit, whatever. But it's it's fabric, so it yeah absorbs. It, yeah, it, yeah, it's not straight either. So. Yeah, so it it that sucks works. up a bit of sound, but yeah, I ordered the the last little bits of pieces to go around and finish filling everything in, and they should be here. I don't know within a week or so. All right. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's awesome. It looks like an actual studio in here. Like we're not even in the house anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this is like all professional. Yeah, and kind of <laughs> shit and stuff. I like it. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know how crazy I'm going to get. I've, I thought about putting stuff on the <laughs> ceiling too, but I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. May not need it. Yeah. Uh, what did you do for the holidays? Ryan worked. How was it? The in-laws? Yeah. Yeah. We did uh, Christmas morning and then usually I have Brandon like sometime in the afternoon, but he was supposed to he was supposed to come at two, but I got him at like 830. Oh, wow. So... That was a fun six hours. <laughs> and then uh, and then we had a Halo tournament. It was like eight of us. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, which nice. I'm terrible at Halo, so. But still, it was kind of fun. Yeah. I, I'm probably not great at Halo anymore either. I don't no. get to I don't yeah, get I don't to like video Halo. game as much as I would like. I was telling Ryan that I got some new games. I got uh, yeah. Fallout Four, yeah. uh, Call of Duty, Call Black of Duty. Ops. The, the Which one? one? The three. new, the new one, the latest one, Black yeah. Ops Three. Yeah. Um, and Destiny. Destiny. Ah. Are ta- you on Xbox? The Taken King. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and so, so I, I played. I played a little bit of Call of Duty, and then I installed Fallout and Destiny, and I couldn't connect to any fucking servers on Destiny because it was uh, a holiday weekend and yeah. everybody's overloading the servers. Oh, yeah. And then I installed Fallout and I don't know. I, I I don't know if I needed to just restart the Xbox or what, but it got all fucky and I spent like huh. 10 minutes just staring at my TV at the very beginning of the game with this guy. I mean, it looks like he must be staring into a mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just, you know. Small little facial ticks every now and then, and I'm, and I'm like hitting every button and trigger, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And that's when you design your character. So yeah, it, it was probably he just not. sat there staring at me for a very long time, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this!" Have you played? Have you played any of the? What's a stupid game? Just some guy staring at me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Fallout Mirror Edition. <laughs> it's very surreal. <laughs> like this is a shitty game. <laughs> it's kind of like one of them, like crazy art exhibits where you just look at the person sitting in a chair the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's funny too because it's such a massive world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I spent it's 10 just minutes in one like, bathroom. And I thought, and, and I'd heard stories about, you know, there's a lot of exposition and it takes a long time to get it rolling, whatever. And I thought, okay, well, this is, really this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Not as long as Metal Gear. How long is he just going to stare at me and move his eyebrow every now and then or yeah, blink? That's not right. Have you played the other Fallouts? No, I haven't played any of them before. Ah, okay. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to maybe playing it someday when <laughs> I have some time and can try to do it again. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. It's a fun game. I've it's, heard it's lots fun. of people say it's, it's a really, fun. really good game. So really, really good game. <laughs> Would you like fries with that? Sir? Good game out there, buddy. Way to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've heard it it's really good. good. So it is good. Should we jump into the show? What? Uh, sure. I hope I hope all of our listeners had a good holiday. Yeah. By the way, whatever you whatever did, you were whatever doing, you did, or that you just had a good Friday, if you did nothing at all for a holiday. I took some long naps. Yeah. At work. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough job. You should have been out in the field working. Well, I was at work. You should have been out in the field working. There was no work to be done in the field. <laughs> Shouldn't just get to sit around for free all day. That's easy. What well, is easy? You should be out there working. <laughs> yeah, but I chose this life <laughs> of easy work. <laughs> I wasn't sentenced to it. This is yeah. This is going back to a little pre little pre show conversation we were yeah, having. Just never mind. <laughs> um, just razzing him a little bit. God, there was there were a few things that I wanted to mention, and now they've slipped my mind. I'm sure they'll come up as Are, we. As we progress through the show. Well, I can't remember the date exactly right now, but the Atheist of Utah is having their gala coming up on like January 20th or something like that. Something in the near future. I could look up the date here, but... I mean, that's for for locals. We've got got Atheists of Utah President Felicia Entwistle joining us for our show, I think, next week. Oh. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I'll need to confirm. Uh, yeah, I do need to confirm because I wasn't sure what your schedule was going to be. So I, I, I set a tentative date with her. Yeah, next but... Tuesday. I'm still good. Okay. Yeah, this is, uh, February 27th is going to be the an- annual Winter Gala for the Atheists of Utah. So if you're local here in Utah and you want to be an atheisting right, <laughs> go to the gala. <laughs> if you want to be an atheisting right. <laughs> oh, well, and then there's the other, like, super exciting for... Us. Me and us news anyway. Yeah. That, uh, David Silverman will be coming on the show in studio. He'll be sitting right here across from me at this very table. Uh, he'll while he's in town on his book tour. Uh, that'll be early in February. Yeah, I think February ninth. So his one will be recording. Yeah, releasing on the tenth. Uh, yes. As long as I don't have to edit a lot of stuff. But yeah, it should be out on February tenth. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that. I've been digging the book a whole lot. I know. Yeah, everyone needs to go out and get Fighting yep. God. It's an amazing book. I'm about halfway through it. It's and fucking awesome. The day after that, on February tenth, if you're local again, he will be doing a uh, book thing at the uh, book uh, signing. Yeah, he'll yeah. be for his yeah. tour at the public library. Yeah, the Salt Lake City Public Library, uh, starting right about six thirty, I believe, okay. is the time I've set. Uh, he'll be giving a little talk about his book and then doing a book signing and we'll have a Q&A session and all that'll be I'm really looking forward to it man. I, it'll yeah, be awesome. yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. The the book is really cool. Uh, I'm digging that quite a bit. We interrupt this broadcast bring you this important bulletin. All right, so the first story I've got here comes to us from right wing right wing what? White wing rot. And it's kind of five stories rolled into one because this is the five failed right-wing prophecies and predictions of 2015. I thought that's a good way to close out the last show of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, This is a September doomsday bust. I'm just going to jump right into the audio here because this is Pastor John Hagee saying that the world will end soon. Mm -hmm. Do I think the four blood moons is a messenger of a coming storm? Absolutely. History repeats itself. And also in this September, the Shemaita year year is ending. Something on September the 11th, 2001, which was the Shemaita year, was the two twin towers of New York (laughs) being attacked by terrorists. (laughs) The second Shemaita year, 2007, the stock market crashed 777 points. Oh, 2015 no, is a Shemite Catholic, year. September the 28th no, no. is, is he the Jewish? fourth. No. No. And what the fuck does he care what the Jews are saying? Because he, they were here the first. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bible. It's their book. Blood moon in the Shemite year. Shemite. I believe in the fall of this year... America and the world will face another economic crisis, perhaps as a result of war in the Middle East or an economic crash. But there are very sophisticated people on Wall Street saying, we are facing a 50% correction in the stock market in the near future. Get ready. Americans should get prepared. Well, I think it was and the of course, exact none of that fucking opposite happened. because our stock market is doing so well, they're able to increase interest on it. Thanks, yeah. Obama. Yeah, none of that happened. The exact opposite happened. Mm-hmm. Our stock market got better. Jeez, uh, moving on, we've got Jim Baker, a televangelist who himself claims to receive uh, personal messages from God. It's interesting how both of them are wearing all black. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and regularly had Khan on his program to discuss the Shemaita slash Blood Moons prophecy and made a few predictions of his own about September 13th. And this is also the same guy who sends the, sells the apocalypse buckets of food. Yeah, yes. well, and, and is a well, disgraced former yeah. pastor yeah. who... So, so from his church. So him pushing the apocalypse agenda just makes him sell more. Yeah. Let's see what he's got to say. God is turning the moon red. Red. Faith. He has a baseball cap with a giant with a <laughs> yeah, cross he does. on it. Without works, it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. God spoke to me. He said, Jim, I, I speak to you because you listen. Two days is Elu 29. If something big happens on Elu. I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if a major earthquake or typhoon or a, a bomb. I don't know what. But I believe we're going to have stock markets and, and physical events. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear, according to the Bible. Oh, I shit. believe with all my heart, <laughs> there's going to be so many multiple events. Where was Hans Brown? I don't know. But I'm going to go out and buy me a bucket of apocalypse food. He's been looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> oh. It's like the urban cowboy. Uh, so, yeah, of course, none of that happened either. No. You know, they make these predictions, and it's like, they're so vague, they could point to almost anything, but... Nothing like this happened at all in you know in any sense of the word. No, that they could point to it and go, "Aha, see." For either one of them, I was correct. My GD did it. This is a guy who says God talks to him yep. and yeah. told him these things. Yeah. So is God a liar or is Jim Baker a liar? Well, I wouldn't call him a liar. I would call him mentally uh, disturbed. I would say Ooh, Jim, God Jim, or Baker Jim Baker is too. Jim Baker is mentally disturbed. God's not real, so you can't give him a mental anguish. I think I no, I think well and and Silverman talks about this in his book a little bit where he says, you know, there are a lot of people who are just liars. Yeah. You have atheist yeah. preachers and pastors out there taking advantage of people, being shitty atheists because they know what they're selling is bullshit and they're doing it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just to make a buck. Uh moving on, we've got Scott Lively. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Mr. Uh, co-author of the Uganda Kill the Gays bill. Yeah. yeah. We've had these Supreme Court Fucking decisions, you know, yeah. that are against biblical marriage. Right. And and the Lord said to me, duck your head. Duck it. Duck your head. Duck that head. I said, oh, God, duck my head. There's been one single civilization that has survived, that has openly embraced homosexuality. In the United States, in its official policy, establishes homosexual sodomy as a basis for marriage under the Constitution. That's a whole new... These people think sex is the only reason to get married, because that's yeah. what's been drilled into them. From the time they were fucking born. Yeah. You marry to procreate. Yeah. That's the only reason you get married is so that you can fuck somebody. Yep. How about you just get rid of all of that bullshit and say, you can fuck who you want as long as it's consenting. Yes. And then you don't have to worry about who's and doing what in what position and, and with what sex. I mean, that's none of your fucking business. Yes. New ball game. And uh, I, I'm predicting that we're going to see... Uh, some kind of calamity and judgment is going to occur. If this uh, Supreme Court rules against marriage, 
all hell is going to break loose. Tom Delay what part of the whole thing is family too. for marriage. Yeah, Tom Delay is a shithead too. Well, but the whole thing this is, is going through a bunch of these different wackadoos. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's interesting how uh, when they talk, when these same people talk to atheists who want to call out all the inconvenient parts of the Bible. No, God is love. God is mercy. God is forgiveness. God, God is changes. And mind then, as on soon that. as something like this happens, they're like, "Well, we're going to see an awful punishment." We're I'll tell you see what, the wrath, wrath is going to come down on this. You better fuck. We're working today. <laughs> God will punish us. There will be lightning and thunder, yeah, and earthquakes it's, it's, and storms, which one and tornadoes, and sodomizing bears. <laughs> <laughs> I got a joke to tell you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> if you remind me that, to tell you the sodomizing bear jokes, okay? All right. I can't wait. From the Supreme Court, saying this could start an unraveling where our country fractures like it hasn't since the Civil War. Oh, uh, I mean, it, they talk about a Civil War. We could have another one over this. Yeah, you guys want it. You must prepare yeah. for martyrdom. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's coming. They're toying with something that's like dynamite and will destroy our country. You, do you think so? I think that eventually, over a period of time, it will. We are going to begin to train ourselves for nonviolent resistance and civil disobedience. We're going to begin to train ourselves for boycotts and sit-ins. We're not going to bow. We're not going to bend, and if necessary, we will burn. Same-sex marriage is so pervasive, it will have a huge impact on everybody that we're going to run into that decision point of persecution and or revolution. So we were here. That fucking drives me nuts. They're persecuting gay people left and right all yeah. over the place until gay people get equality, and they view that as persecution. Yeah, yeah. It would, nothing, it's nothing against you. Yeah. Live your fucking life. Let them have fucking it has absolutely fucking lutely nothing to do with them. Yeah, chapter nothing at chapter all. three of Dave's book was awesome on that. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I finished chapter four, I believe, last night. That's where I am too. I, I think that's my favorite one so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm really digging the whole book, man. Yeah. I, I posted a couple quotes from it last night. Bring a lot of talk about revolution. Uh, well, revolution is at hand. You could have, uh, you know, I hate to use the word, but I mean, a, a revolt, a revolution. I mean, I think. You could see Americans saying, you know what, enough of this, and I think it could explode and just break this nation Who apart. Are you talking this country to? cannot continue to violate God's principles and to, to uh, <clears throat> make a mockery of his laws. Yeah, we can. And think we're going to get away with it. Yeah, we can. And when the blow comes, it's going to be horrible. Oh, well, let me convert yeah. right now. <laughs> I, I think every moron. every single one of those guys was like that five-year-old child at a checkout line that will not get that candy bar because their parents said no. And like, no, I'm going to cry. Throwing a fucking tantrum about fit. it. I'm going to poop my pants. Yeah, well, and in, in Dave's book, he he talks a lot about uh, the, <laughs> the atheophobes yeah. and the homophobes. Hadn't who, heard that word before. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to add that to my regular vernacular. Uh-huh. Uh but he talked. He talks a lot about that, and that the United States Constitution says that it is the law of the land above all other laws. Yeah. And he said, you know, we don't have to have a religious test. You know, you can have whatever religion you want. Yeah. If you're if you're an elected leader, but we should start asking our elected leaders if they are going to obey that part of the Constitution, because most of them are sworn in, 
and are sworn to protect and uphold the Constitution. And so we should start asking them, are you going to protect use the, the Constitution as, as the supreme law of the land or your religion as the supreme law of the land? Are you going to use the Constitution or what you view as God's law right. in, in how you rule over this secular nation, You know, yep. in how you serve as – in how you – Fulfill the duties of, of being a public servant. Yeah. I would love to hear that come up in a, that question in a debate, both Democratic yeah. and Republican. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's interesting too that uh, in the Venn diagram of social phobias, there's a massive circle for uh, white male Christian Republicans. Yeah, that, that, that Islamophobic, homophobic, atheophobic. You know, all of it. They have all of that. Yeah, they're they're terrified of so many different things, and it, For no reason. It's, it's kind of sad. I mean, I, yeah. I pity them in a way because they've they've lived their lives with this fear that God is going to punish them if they don't do what they think He wants them to do. But a lot of the time, it's not even what what He has commanded them to do. It's what they've already believed, and then they cherry pick different parts of the Bible or whatever other scripture they use to justify what they already believe. Yeah. You know, the the Bible doesn't necessarily teach people to be bigoted, but most people don't read the whole goddamn thing. Or and they, they just use it. it to reinforce what the views of their bigoted parents or their yeah. you know, their bigoted grandparents or other other family members or friends. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about most of the time. Yeah. They just regurgitate bullshit. Uh what is this one? Well I saw one up there oh, where it was savage. talking about Jade Helm. Was right below that. So I wonder if this guy is talking about Jade Helm. The Jade Helm 15 yeah. conspiracy theory, which probably was it's Michael Savage, yeah. cynically fueled by GOP politicians centered around fears that a military training exercise taking place between July 15 and September 15 of this year would produce grave consequences, such as a federal takeover of Texas. Which always, it's still, I don't understand how that's a fucking thing. How is that a yeah. fear? The federal government will take over well, what it already yeah. owns? Yeah. What the Who fuck knows? are you, what are you afraid of? And it's because they're going to make Texas part of the United States. Yeah, Texans, Texans really do think Texas is a different country. <laughs> I've met a bunch of them, and they're all the same way. They're well, fucking, they grow up thinking it's a totally separate place. Like my super don't religious, mess with Texas. My super religious aunt actually sent me that article uh, or an article about Jade Helm. She's like, "Is this something I should be worried about?" And I kind of read through and went through. I'm like, "No, no, not unless like, you're fucking stupid." I'm like, "This is something that goes on every year." It goes on in multiple countries. This year, we are hosting it. It is a military exercise. I'm like, we do tons of military exercises with our Navy out in the ocean. You never hear about it because you don't live in the ocean. <laughs> our Air Force does... Aquaman is freaking <laughs> yeah, the fuck, fuck out. out. <laughs> <laughs> our Air Force does tons of military exercises, but it's all in the air. It's when our ground troops do military exercises, you're all freaking out because... They're going to be taking over large swaths of military land to go do giant exercises, and they're moving equipment in for it. Yeah, I still, I still never understood the uh, whole fear of the federal yeah. government taking over, over Texas. They like, they, how is that even a, a thing? I yeah. don't, I, I don't, I still don't understand. The United States is invading the United States today, <laughs> <laughs> and possibly it's a trying to tr possibly trying to annex Texas back into the, the, the fifty state yeah. union. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I never understood that. Yeah. Let's see what this guy says. Do you says. think they're going to be successful in their takeover plan? If this was a ball game, <laughs> Dr. Savage, what's the score right now? Patriots versus the the, the French Revolution Michael crazies. Wiener. Oh, the guillotines are ready. 
the guillotines are ready and they're greasing the skids oh, for the blades. <laughs> uh, yeah, that are they going to be successful? How much more successful can they be, Alex? Internment camps? I mean, what's next with this group of it, it, it maniacs? It it maniacs. Maniacs. He's talking about internment camps. Yeah. When the leader of the party that Michael Savage supports most between the Democrats and the Republicans, the guy who's fucking leading that party currently in the primary, has basically said, "Well, you know, we did it with the Japanese people. Yeah. Why? Inter- why? Why are internment camps such a bad thing? We can do it to the Muslims too. And this is something that Savage was terrified of. Yeah. And now I'm sure he's going, "Oh, fuck yeah, Donald yeah. Trump. He put, knows his put, shit. Put them all in internment camps. Let's let's elect this guy president." Yep. Don't you know, they have I, a I don't problem? Want to just turn it into into the book, but I have to talk about Countdown to Mecca. No, no, I want to get. To, we're going to break in just a moment because I know it ties into it. But let me just ask you this then, because the book's so important, and and, and, I, and, I, and I want to promote it. But but just the two minutes before we go to break, the police are super awake despite all their problems. Uh, the country's disintegrating. I mean, you know, what do you expect? The military, from my, what I've seen, is super awake to what's going on. Doesn't that uh, give the, the, the socialist, the globalist a problem? Isn't that their Achilles heel? No, because Obama gutted all of the combat veterans who could have led a, a, a movement against an illegitimate government. He started he, it right after Benghazi. Did he gut them I by blowing the f- their legs off with IEDs? <laughs> what? Did, I got to back that up a little bit. What? He's the making fuck no sense. Is he even saying? No, because Obama gutted all of the combat veterans who could have led a, a, a movement against an illegitimate government. Our combat veterans. veterans would rise up against the country that they serve. Mm. Pretty sure that's fucking treason, dude. Um, it is treason. Um, so he's encouraging treason I, I, as I, long as it suits the narrative that he's promoting. I mean, I still have the ability to fire all my weapons, and I don't have any plan on ever wanting to go up against my own government. Obama hasn't stopped you from doing that? No, I mean... He hasn't gutted you? No, he's given me no reason to. <laughs> This is ridiculous. I don't These see him as fucking a loons, man. The Obama dictator is not in my mind. <laughs> he started it right after Benghazi. I named them in my last book. One general after the other was purged like Stalin purged them. Only no. instead of shooting them, first they smeared the generals. No. He got drunk in Moscow. You hear this? What? He got drunk in Moscow, so they fired the chief of our nuclear arsenal, the man who knew how to run the nuclear system. He was fired for getting drunk in Moscow. Another one was found with a gambling chip in his trousers after going gambling. I mean, if that was the, uh, the, the score here, they would have all quit. I guarantee they've done more than get drunk and go gambling. Yeah, so did Bush. So, no, they're yeah. gone. The police have been dis- deballed, de-balled by this illegitimate oh, wow. racist administration. <laughs> wow. Holder has deballed the police. Look what they've done in various cities using the pretext of racism, all lies, to deball the police. De-ball. So, yeah, the police are there. They're brave and they're armed. The military is there, they're brave, and they're on. But who's going to lead them? Where, without a Napoleon, where do the troops go? Without, you want a Napoleon? Well, a, what in the fuck, man? Michael Savage is crazy. Yeah, uh, have you ever listened to his show? No. I haven't, not since, like, early 2000s. Oh, Just experts, I mean, excerpts like this where we hear the crazy parts of all the stuff people say, but... Like, it, it's funny to me that, you know, Alex Jones is interviewing Michael Savage because... Yeah. Alex Jones is probably a direct creation of, of, yeah. of fucking Michael Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Weiner. Right. 
another point. That's why George Soros got caught, as you know, openly trying to fund the white instigators they send in to chant, you know, kill the pigs and all this, and then the, 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 they get away with it. False flag, it's so false clear flag. they're trying yeah. to start a civil war. Well, remember my last book, Stop the Coming Civil War? Yes. Well, guess what? It started. It's, we don't have to talk about it. Has there been a civil war? Yeah, it's a slow-burning civil war. What the what fuck What do you think we're, we're looking at here? It's a race war. These are their shock troops. No. These are their shock These troops. These are people that are pissed off and angry. And they don't have the brown shirts yet. Now, wait they don't a have second. the armband. Now, wait a second. The the rioters are the shock troops, the front line of the Civil War, not not the official militaristic line that's lined up on the other side yeah. with shields yeah, and the, weapons. It, it, it shows not video them. of the police standing there in a line with their riot shields and riot gear on, helmets. Fully uniformed, fully organized. They're not the military. Creating, creating no, a human wall. <laughs> it's, the, it's the other side. Of all the people that are jumping around and, and you've, upset. Yeah, you've got that, one black teenager out there yeah. jumping around, and he's one of the shock troops, apparently, and in it this like, race war. It, it looked like they are referring to Ferguson there. That's what it looked like. It yeah, go, yeah, still. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I, I know, I'm saying, I'm just saying yeah, that that's yeah, yeah. where it was. I'm like, they're, they weren't yeah. shock troops. They were yeah, pissed right. off citizens. Yeah, of course, well, and, and rightfully say, so. And if he wants to say that the Civil War has started and it's a race war, the race war has been going on against black people For a long since, time. Since, the since the inception of, of the United States. Before that. Yeah, Even I mean, before that. Yeah, but yeah. Ryan and I were talking pre-show before, before you arrived. Um, the whole Tamir Rice yeah. thing. Uh, if I were a... If I were black, I would be out fucking rioting right now. I don't yeah. understand why why I, why it hasn't turned into a riot this time. I was pretty outraged, it, and it has nothing to do with me, really. It, it probably will turn into just, something. Except going on. for that, I'm an American citizen. I'm I'm really surprised that riots didn't break out when they announced that the that the officer wouldn't be facing indictment for that. It's all grand, that is it's, fucking bullshit. It, it's an it's an issue of grand jury and the way that the the way that the legal system is run prior to actual trial. I can't fucking believe. That an officer can roll up on scene, hop out of his car, and shoot a twelve-year-old to death yep. within two seconds, and face no consequences for that. Yeah, that's fucking I mean, disgusting. We've seen it over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, it happens every almost it's every day here. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, we should all be ashamed that that type of shit fucking happens over and over and I over am. and over again. I am. I'm I'm so fucking mad about that. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. that nothing is going to come. Of that. What message does that send to the police force? Exactly what the prosecutors want. That you can just roll up and shoot any fucking black person you want, and there will be no fucking consequences. And this was a cop that already had a bad record of not being a good cop. Well, most of them do. I mean, not most cops, but I mean, most of the ones that are involved in this kind of thing... They're the repeat offenders. Yes. And 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 they said that he was fully justified in doing this. How can you justify rolling up, hopping out of your car, and shooting a 12-year-old kid to death? Yeah. No warning, no... They, yeah. they said he was fully justified because he was in fear for his life. Then why the fuck did he roll up right next to the kid and get out of the goddamned car? Yeah. If you're in fear of your life that there may be somebody shooting, wouldn't the logical thing be to stay back, stay back call in reinforcements, yeah. try to figure out what the right. fuck is going on Talking instead of down. rolling up like fucking Rambo and yeah. hopping out of your car and shooting somebody? It's yep. like a- well, the reason why they say that is not because it's true. It's because they know that's the one thing that allows them to escape life in prison 
that line. They say, well, I was, afraid, I was afraid for my life, and it was self-defense, and then they go to a grand jury. How where, does that make any fucking sense? It makes it doesn't no have to. sense at all. It doesn't have to. If you're to. in fear for your life, then why the fuck did you drive <laughs> yeah. up there and hop out of the goddamn car? Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. Because it only goes to a grand jury. They never get to indict him because the grand jury, they, there's no defense attorneys there at all. So Tamir Rice would not have had any defense whatsoever in the grand jury. It's only the prosecutors who are interested in continuing having police on the, on the streets. Having who, a relationship will, with those yes, police officers. who is going to bring them cases they can win. And then in, in exchange for that, the prosecutors will say, well, we'll just make sure you're never prosecuted. And at the grand jury, it's only the prosecutor, the, the defendant, and the jury. So the jury and, and and on top of that, all of the things that are inadmissible in a trial, like hearsay, um, you know, you know, sec- uh, secondhand information, all that stuff um, is stu- uh, information gained by illegal means. All of that stuff is legal to admit in a grand jury. So the prosecution has complete free reign in yeah. a grand jury to say whatever story, create whatever narrative they want, which is the reason why no cops ever make it past the grand jury to indictment because at that point the prosecution is just creating this bullshit narrative of whatever the fuck they want using whatever the fuck they want with absolutely no uh, defense in the courtroom whatsoever. And so juries are sitting there and they say, well, we can't indict him on this because you're hearing some bull. That's why it never goes to indictment. You know, and, and I, I'd like to say that I understand why black people are so upset and why they riot. I understand to a small degree. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a black person. I don't have to live with this constant fear. I don't have to have sure. talks with my children, as children, to tell them how to act around police and that they have to be a certain way around yeah. police, so they're not fucking killed while they're out playing on the playground. I don't have to have that talk with mm-hmm. my kids, but I understand why they would be so upset and why there are riots for over this kind oh, of sure. shit. And it pisses me off when I see people, oh, there were demonstrations in the street that made me late for work. You know what? You should be late for fucking work and you yeah. should be fucking, you should feel like a piece of shit for being upset that you're late for work yeah. when their kids are fucking dying in the street yeah, minor, or in fucking playgrounds. Problems. You should feel like a piece of shit that you're upset that you're late for work because they're upset about their kids fucking dying. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd seen yeah. a, a video. This was before yeah, it makes the whole me so fucking mad. <laughs> before the whole Tamir Rice thing <laughs> happened. Woo-hoo! Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was it was an older white male. He's probably in his fifties, sitting on a curb with a loaded rifle. And the cops are talking to him. And it's the whole video. I don't know if it's a cop. The video came from a cop or bystander videotaped the whole incident. But the guy's sitting there saying, "If you come over here, I will shoot you. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to fucking kill you. Don't don't come near me. I'm going to fucking kill you." The cops spent like 40 minutes talking this guy down. Yeah. Where you got a guy sitting on the street with a loaded rifle telling the cop, if you make one step towards me, I will kill you. Well, and that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, the, 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 like Robert Deere is still alive. Who was, yeah. who was an active shooter who fucking killed, killed people. people. Yeah, and, and killed cops. And killed yeah. cops. And the and cops he's did still unload alive. on him. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do. They didn't. Uh, now I know we had the discussion. And you were like the cops did what they were supposed to. Yes, I agree. I agree. But the, yeah. the issue. The issue is why are they shooting unarmed black people every day though, and 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 not, not shooting wh- this guy, who's obviously a problem. I mean, I, I'd actually. That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there was. There's. I don't I, think they should have shot Robert Deere, but they also no. should not be shooting uh, Michael Brown. No. and... and you know, no, Freddie Gray and Tamir Rice. Here's here's the crazy thing behind it. I saw a study. It was on one of those uh, science where they're science channel where they're going through like different, all different kind of different things, and they're going through like our 
brain being more fearful of one thing versus the other, kind of like mm. our, our fight or flight thing. Mm. And they did a test based on skin color. Mm-hmm. And the thing they found is everyone is racist against blacks, including blacks. So, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. What they did, what the, what the shooting, what they, it was a shooting scenario. And the whole scenario was uh, you, they would have a gun holstered and one of them was unholstered. And they had cops and civilians take part in this. And they would flash onto a screen uh, for a certain amount of time, a guy. And it would either be a white guy or a black guy. He would have a gun or he wouldn't have a gun. It took them a shorter amount of time to pull the trigger on the black guy every time, no matter if he had a gun or not. Yeah. And they were more likely mm. to shoot the black guy on the screen, whether he had a gun or not. Or the white guy, they took longer to analyze it. It were usually more successful on shooting him if he had a gun and not shooting him if he didn't have a gun. And the thing is, yeah. they did it with African-Americans and whites. Right. Yeah. I've the seen, results I've came out the same for both races. It was. Yeah. They said to the yeah. black guy, like, yeah, it turns out that you you are quicker to shoot a black guy than you are a white guy. And the white guy was quicker to shoot a black guy than he was a white guy. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing it back to, it's like a primal thing. Like you, it's probably a little bit of society going, they're more dangerous I, I than this. I would say a lot more of society yeah. than primal. But no, that, that's where it's coming from, that primal part of your brain that makes that, that quick split second decision when you look at something, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. The fight or flight thing. Well, yeah, over. I wonder how much of that is our lizard, bl- our lizard that, that, that's brain what they're and how much, of it is, how much of it is just the societal indoctrination. Yeah, because yeah. all these people, people were like, no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not racist. I have no reason to be racist. But yet when they do the test, they're like, your response time to kill a black person was quicker than to kill a white person. Mm-hmm. You take more time to analyze it when you saw a white person on the screen. Well, and they're, I mean, they're taking part in this test and, I mean... Did they really expect that anybody participating would go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit racist, or, oh, fuck yeah, I'm right. totally racist. Well, I mean, they probably got I mean, a, these are, a these are all, of people from something. They go, yeah. oh, no, this guy, I mean, you can look into anybody's social media. You can look in anybody's past before you get them in one of these programs to see well, sure, if they but, might I have mean, a bias. So they tried to pick from a pool of people that had the fewest amount of biases, and they found that subconsciously you are biased. Yeah. Just that you aren't always thinking about it but you know guys like alex jones and michael savage would just say that that proves that everybody understands that blacks are more dangerous and more violent and that's why we respond that way yeah or you could be like well i don't mean to be that way it's maybe i should work on it well yeah Uh, well but i mean matt saying yeah they would take that as a positive for their side promoting yeah now that we've gone on a little rant here (laughs) let's finish up what these (laughs) fucking turds are saying dan rant sorry (laughs) it just Oh, a dance. I'm still so fucking mad about it, and I, I feel so bad. And I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, we need we need more oversight. We need we need a a, a whole oh, refor- we need a whole overhaul of the police system and the the justice system. I mean, the 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 grand jury thing is just is a bullshit loophole that prosecutors take advantage of all the time. Well, and I think the not knowing what to do about it. Is is what makes riots the last resort, and and that, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. causes the rioting it, to happen. Exactly is, right. is what there's the fuck no, else can we do? What can no we do avenue. to fix it? Yeah, there's, there's nothing. Yeah, we there's can absolutely. Do. We're out. Absolutely out of control. Yeah. Yeah, we're out of options. What else can we possibly do to get people to pay attention to what the fuck is going on? Yep. But soon Obama could deputize them. Isn't that a natural army for him, Alex? It is. That's what he calls it. A national take security the, force. Take the Crips and the Bloods, give them a green uniform, and give them a weapon. And they'll weapons. keep order in the streets, won't they? It's so crazy, and history's repeating itself. You're so uh, it's, crazy. it's just yeah. bizarro. And the whole thing behind the whole blood and crips thing with that had nothing to do with the president. 
No. It was the fact that the, those people in that, that African-American community that had a gang violence issue were like, okay, we need to cut this gang violence shit out because we're making it worse. We need to stay in solidarity for the rest of our fucking community and be like, listen, we're all fed up with this shit. We all have a common fucking hatred right now. Let's ditch the whole stupid Bloods and Crips gang thing and fucking come together on something. Yeah, so if you got yeah. gangs coming together to fight against an injustice... I'm still trying to come down <laughs> off of my little, little, little yeah. rant. Yeah. Uh, lastly, this is this is the last little clip in this Glenn, failed uh, Glenn Beckins. here. Glenn Beckenstein. If you look back at history, what happens to people who have voices and can cobble together uh, people and be a leader, if you go back to what happened with the Armenian genocide... What is the first thing the Turks did? What is the first thing the Nazis do? Do? Do you have a night of long knives? The Armenian genocide. Any of the Armenians that could lead, any mayor, any writer, any uh, person that was a a hero in war, in one day, in each city, they would kill about a thousand people. They just slaughter them. And they were all the leaders of the community. Anyone that people would rally around and follow. They were killed day one. They just disappear or they kill, which means they do that so there is nothing left but sheep and no shepherds. I'm telling you now, if you want the Republic to survive, you must say you are not a sheep. You are a shepherd. There are 10 million people that listen to this show. They cannot kill 10 million people in one night. You were born for a reason, and you're listening to this show for a reason. Because you're crazy. Read the essential speeches of Martin Luther King. There is one way out, and it is through reconciliation, peace, love, the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of Gandhi, the teachings of Bonhoeffer, the teachings of Martin Luther King. What? Prepare for a time when voices like mine or others are no longer heard. And yours is the only voice. Yeah, you're nuts. You've even said you're tough. Can't believe I just said all of that. (laughs) What? (laughs) You really said a lot of nothing. Yeah, you said nothing. Well, he wrote the script. He should know what's coming. What 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 is he pining about? I don't know. At least he wasn't crying in that one. He's acting. Well, he said he. I mean, he's he's said on what was it the view that he's it's like I, I he's apologize. An well, at one point he was like, "I apologize for polarizing the nation." No, wasn't that him that said that? Oh, oh, he may have. I'm just like, he, if he said it, he wasn't very sincere. No, because he, he continues keeps doing to it. do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can say you're sorry all you want, but your actions speak louder than words. Yeah, because so. he was like, "Yeah, I've kind of with my rhetoric, I've pol- polarized people and kind of helped divide them." So I'm kind of sorry for that. That might also be the part where he's like, but I'm an entertainer. So this next story that I pulled up is about Dana. I don't know how you say your last name. Is it Loesch or Lesh or Lorax? I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, she's, she's fucking crazy. I don't know if anybody's paid a whole lot of attention to her, but. Is that a buffalo coming through the back wall? About to hit the Christmas tree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is uh from from her little show on the blaze. Uh I'm just you you have to you have to hear this to believe it. It's she's she's 
pant-shittingly fucking crazy. You know what? If you have a problem with being called the godless left, maybe don't be the godless left. You do realize that in the wake of this terrorist attack, when people were saying our thoughts and our prayers are with those who are affected in the San Bernardino terror attack, you had the New York Daily News and you had elected officials and you had journalists mocking people yep. who were simply asking for prayers. Because it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Mocking yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Saying, well, oh, we're, ho- we're so glad that the GOP can save... Everybody from ISIS with their prayers. Yep. Here's an idea. How about you guys stop letting terrorists in? We didn't let How any <laughs> terrorists in. I, have, I, I, as an, the an godless atheist, left, let all of the terrorists. Yeah, in. as an yeah. atheist, I have not uh, signed off on one terrorist <laughs> entering this country. Yeah, and by the way, Robert Deere was one of yours. Yeah, so accept that. Yeah. How about you guys stop supporting policies that reduce the criteria for unvetted foreigners to get visas to come into this country? Well, it takes the- about two years. What about the terrorists who are already living in this here. country, who are Christian terrorists, yep. yeah. born and raised listening to bullshit like you? Yep. Or, the or biggest problem. the guy that was involved in the San Bernardino tax was an American. Yeah. He needed no visa. Because you all have blood on your hands right now. It wasn't the NRA that made the rule that said we're not allowed to look at the social media activity of people who are unvetted and coming from hotbed areas of terrorism like Tashfeen Malik. I don't. What? What is that? That was just, nothing to do. That was just a stream of nutbag right there. What the fuck is she talking about? I, I think I'm guessing she's talking about the the warrantless wiretap shit and the yeah the fucking or the fact that the whole rhetoric about saying that she had written on Facebook that she was going to do the attack was completely false. Well, where's Malik from? Uh, I can't remember. She's from a Middle Eastern country. I can't remember which one either. So and she got in through marriage and allowing and allowing them in was. The left, the godless left's fault, I guess. Yes. And the fact that she got guns was the godless left's fault. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that she was incited by all this Fox News and the Blaze rhetoric was the godless left's fault. Absolutely. I, I Definitely. guess so. For sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's how it works. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what Dana says. Yeah. I don't know if people missed Government 101 and how all of this works, but that was actually Jay Johnson at the Department of Homeland Security. And by the way, he upheld that rule in 2014. It wasn't Wayne LaPierre. See, Wayne LaPierre is an older white guy. Jay Johnson is a younger black man, and he works with DHS. Wayne LaPierre is at the NRA. Maybe you guys are illiterate and you don't know what all the letters stand for, but the NRA is made (laughs) up of millions of people who are just like me and we want to fellowship and protect our Second Amendment. It's so funny. It's so funny because she's just proving how the far right doesn't pay attention to studies, polls, information, yeah. statistics, because in any measurable, on any measurable standard, the left fares better in intelligence, informa- you know, being informed, yeah. understanding what's going on, Every time versus the right, every single time, and atheists as well. So the godless left fares better in intelligence in every measurable standard versus the right. And and she mentioned the NRA. Yeah, yeah. She mentioned the NRA, and most NRA members want increased gun gun control. I think it's it's over sixty percent now. It's a vast majority of people in the NRA say, "Yeah, we want more gun control." And if I'm not mistaken, it was the NRA that pushed the law through that doesn't allow our country. To study to, other to countries study, on gun violence, yeah, yeah it's illegal. Yeah, they, can't, they can't do studies on yeah. gun violence. Well, and it's funny because she's the one that brought NRA into this, right? Because yeah. she knows that's a that's 
one of the critical left talking points. It's a dog whistle. So, so obviously, the left understands what NRA means. Oh yeah, we talk about it all the time. We I, get it. We I know get what the that letters. Means. So National the fact, Rifle <laughs> Association. So the fact that she brought it up on her own as a way to draw in the left, like, hey, this this will be something that real. This is a buzzword, and then turns around and says, maybe you guys don't know what that means. Of course, you know we know what that means. Yeah, but I wonder if she thinks yeah. it means not real American. <laughs> I think that's what we think it is. Oh. <laughs> rights. We don't make policy decisions and we sure as hell don't work at DHS. That's y'all's guy, Jay Johnson. Oh, does she know who created the DHS? <laughs> does she have any idea I that GW is the one who created the Department of Homeland, Homeland Security? Security? Pretty sure After he's a Republican. He's a neocon on the right. That's his yeah. deal. Yeah. Dumbass. Right. He was the one who was appointed to that position by President Barack Obama, who also supports this rule that was upheld in 2014. And it was that rule, ladies and gentlemen, that very rule that allowed inside these United States, Pakistani fiancé visa applicant Tashfeen Malik, who, by the way, was ranting on social media for years about her jihadi that was false. She was fetishizing jihadism online. But because Jay Johnson was so obsessed with political correctness and so obsessed with optics, which I'm sure is going to be of great comfort to the 14 families who lost people right in now. San Bernardino God, no. that day, I'm sure they'll find great comfort in the fact that Jay Johnson did all he could to make sure that DHS was beyond reproach in terms of political correct optics. It was him who made that. that so, has, she's fucking disgusting. Nothing. Oh that has she's the least to fucking do with the whole shooting in San Bernardino. Like, you, if you're going to take it as a scope, <laughs> does she figure you that... you got to see her face. Watch uh, this video. It's, it just, it's, it's infuriating. It, it looks like she's having a stroke. She is so pissed. Like, like one eye keeps half-closing... While yeah. she's just ranting and every vein in her head popping out. Decision. Ugh. It was he who upheld that decision, not the NRA. So, yes, why don't you people stop supporting policies and candidates who want to lower the criteria and let every Tom, Dick, and Harry from every hotbed terrorist activity cell around the world into the United States? Because we've kind of had about enough of it. Okay. I'm really fear, tired of fear, hearing people attack. I did the lookup. I did the reading fear, on fear, it. fear, fear. Of all the mass shootings that have happened in this here United States in the year of 2015, yeah. two of them involved people that had any sort of ties possibly to an Islamic terror group, and only one of them was from outside this fucking country. Yeah. So what the hell would a DHS check have to do with any of them? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And how many of the d domestic terrorists are Republicans? Oh, uh, the every other one. I would bet. I would bet better than fifty percent. Oh yeah, we're church going Republicans. I, I, I would say seventy or higher. Yeah, seems sounds about right. And think of all so, the with that. So what's and what about all the hate crimes that happen in this country? Who have they been happening to the most <laughs> lately? <laughs> and committed by yeah. yeah. Yep. Hmm. I wonder. There's yep. probably uh, some statistics we could look. Like up how on many? That how many? How many Muslim mosques have been firebombed this month? Yeah. How many black churches have been, been burned to the fire? ground? Yeah. Pack the NRA. You know, I had a fender bender in a Taco Bell parking lot one time, and I didn't call AAA and go off on them and accuse them of being responsible somehow for this. It is sickening to me that we have an administration that promised to keep Americans safe, and they haven't kept Americans safe. We've had beheadings in Oklahoma, a terror attack in San Bernardino, a terror attack in... 
Beheadings in Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what that is. What is she talking about? Um, God, look at that face. Ugh. Beheadings in God. Oklahoma. I don't remember a beheading in Oklahoma. I remember beheadings in Oklahoma. I remember a beheading in Europe. Uh, yeah, I know, that's not ringing any bells. Anyway, let's. A terror attack in San Bernardino, a terror attack in Boston, a terror attack at the Naval Yard, a terror attack in Chattanooga, a terror attack at Fort Hood. And every single one of these people were showing signs, exhibiting something. But our blessed government, the government that says... Well, and a lot of those that she just mentioned were domestic terrorists. Yes. Yeah. They weren't, they didn't, they weren't, they didn't come in on visas. Right. They weren't immigrants. It's going to protect you. Its number one job is to keep Americans safe. They didn't do it. And now they want to make sure that you're not able to protect yourself and pick up their slack. I have a problem with this. I have kids. I have a family. I also value innocent life. I value my life. And I have a major problem with this. I also have a major problem with all of these tragedy dry humping whores. I do oh, have a problem. Tragedy dry humping whores. <laughs> wow. Wow. I want to pull that out for some, tragedy. For some audio drops at a later uh. date. Well, I'm just gonna, Tragedy I'm just, dry humping whores. The beheading in Oklahoma was workplace violence where a man had been fired and went back there and he basically beheaded the woman with the knife that fired him. Was he was he was he a brown person? I think he was a brown person. He was a, he was a black man. Oh, that's close enough. Yeah. That's all she cares about. He wasn't white. No. And Christian. Was he Christian? No. Uh not even Christian? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm trying to see if it. <laughs> he probably was. Maybe. He probably was. I Oklahoma. Gotta, uh, Oklahoma. I want to hear, hear this dry, <laughs> tragedy yeah. dry humping whores again. Of these tragedy dry humping whores, I do have a problem with them. And I'm not watching my language because it's about time <laughs> that somebody call you out for what you are. Tragedy you sick in me. You whores. are the people who run away from supporting things like Project Child Safe. You are the people who run away from supporting programs like Eddie Eagle Safety. You are the people who believe that ignorance is the key. Whereas we, what? I, millions of mothers like me, we believe that education is the antidote to ignorance. We believe that what our children what? don't learn inside of the home they're going to learn outside of it so to make up for all of the ignorance that these people have been professing in their communities and teaching to their families we have to make sure that we're doubly responsible or just doubly fucking crazy about? i don't know she's a loon man yeah she, she's yeah. wacko out of her mind and she just seems to get more and more crazy as time goes on. Like it, it's it's almost like she hasn't been getting enough attention, and so she's just figured, hey, I should say more and more crazy things all the time. I mean, Donald Trump does it, and his numbers go go up. Surely my viewership will go up. Yeah, and we've just contributed to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Dana. Hey everybody, this is X. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. 
a love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bon nuit. And you're welcome. Uh, Brian Fisher. Ah, uh, fuck you, old white-haired man. He's just ripping off. He's he's second-handing Kent Hovind's bullshit, which is so bad to begin with. I mean, I can't believe anybody's doing this, but I suppose Fisher would be the guy. I, I, I still want to be in the audience for some of these guys' Q&As. Just raise my hand and go, bro, do you even science? <laughs> of course they don't. Well, well. So I saw I saw this with with him, and I thought, well, he must have seen that article that was been floating around recently about the two hundred year old salamander. Oh, you know, salamanders just yeah. continue growing in size, and this this one it was found in China, I think. Uh huh. Was it China or Japan? China? Yeah, I think it was China. Yeah. Yeah, in Chongqing, Chinese giant salamander. Uh, that they found in a in a cave that is over 200 years old. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of funny because I, I saw a friend post this, and he he used to be LDS. Actually, I, think I mentioned him on the show before. It's a Facebook friend that I ran into at RC Willie when, oh. when we bought that entertainment center. Okay. Um, but I was wearing some atheist T-shirt, and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm a secular humanist, kind of under his breath, and then then as we got chatting with him, and I, that kind of plays into David's book. Yes, it does. But exactly but as we as we got chatting with him, uh, come to find out that he was LDS. He's a Marriott. What's a Marriott? Um, like the hotel? Yeah, like the the Marriott family. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he works for the hotel chain. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Everyone that works for the hotel has to go around saying, "I'm a Marriott." Well, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? What do you do? I, I take care. Of, I take care of the rooms. <laughs> but but so we come to find out that you know he he was Mormon and then he was a uh, uh, like a born again religious apologist uh. and was fairly well known in in apologetic circles and everything. And now he's he, now he's no longer that. Scared of the A word still though. And yeah, I think I think he's moving more toward embracing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't I haven't actually chatted with him for a little while. We're just kind of Facebook compadres, you gotcha. know, liking and commenting on each other's things every now and then. Uh, I'd like I'd like to get him on the show sometime. Talk about his yeah. experience as an apologist. But, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so anyway, he, he was the one who had shared this, and I shared it out to. I think I posted it on the Godless Revolution page. And just my comment on it was, this salamander is older than the LDS church. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and you know, there's the whole salamander letters Holy thing. Shit. And it just I just thought that was kind of funny. That that this funny. salamander is older than the LDS church. But, I mean, we also have, like, the uh, giant tortoises that live to be, like, 150, 200 years old. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's not uncommon. Yeah. Trees well, that I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is uncommon. Well, I mean, it's not. Un, I mean, it's not unheard you, of. Yeah, if you take all the animals in the world, yeah, it's uncommon to have ones that will live that long. But to say like, oh, it's an impossibility to have an animal live that long, like, no, it's really not. Like, there are certain sure. animals that have the ability to actually live that fucking long. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if humans could be one. It'd be nice if dogs could be one. Yeah, I wish dogs mm-hmm. could be. Yeah, 
I I I cried at Christmas. Tracy got me a little. Uh, oh. She got me a little felt representation of the Whoopi of Luke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's some company out. I'll have to. Well, I, I I saw a commercial for it where they do they'll make stuffed animals that look exactly like. Yeah, yeah. Your, it's, it's this yeah. little this little felted dog. That you know, you send them in pictures of your mm-hmm. of your dog, and, and they match. They the marks. make this custom thing, and then you know, a part of the proceeds from the sale of this go to benefit some like animal animals. charity shelter thing. Yeah, I, I I seen photos where people had their still alive pets sitting next to the stuffed animal version of the pet. Yeah, and it's freaky. Like, whoa. Yeah, it's they it's, do a good job with that. It's really good. Like, well, and it just it just so happens that like we're unwrapping gifts and everything, and it was the last gift oh, that uh, I unwrapped, and I unwrapped it, and I, you know, opened in the box, and we're all just chit chatting and everything, and I opened it, and it was like, <laughs> oh, thank you, I miss him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Started crying. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. This is a really good present. Thanks, Trace. That's that's why I had to post that, that photo last week of me and my dad's dog. My dad's dog passed away this summer. Oh, the picture of us out hunting. Yeah, that's a good picture. It was. Uh, let's see what Brian Fisher has to say. Apparently, he thinks that dinosaurs were just giant one thousand year old lizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fool tool! You know, I'm not a scientist or uh, a, a whatever, right but. No, nope. clearly. You know, I have read that from Kent Hovind. Reptiles continue to grow until they die. Yeah, I've heard not that all too. of them. So you think about the pre-flood Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you got people living nine hundred and sixty-nine years. No, no reason you to doubt that, ladies and gentlemen. No, you Do don't. not doubt this book. Do not doubt this book. <laughs> I will doubt. Well, there it are so many ridiculous day. goddamn things in it, and self-contradictory things in it. Methuselah, 969 years he lived. So longevity, obviously, for all living things, was much greater before the flood. So you think about a lizard. I mean, here's a lizard living mm-hmm. for 200 years. Yeah. What if you had this same lizard living for, for, living for a 1,000 years, right? continuing to grow? Right. You imagine the size that he would be? Are you saying that maybe... That's where dinosaurs came from? Yeah, I'm thinking that could be the explanation for dinosaurs. They were just like rep. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) If you're talking about lizards that are, you know, uh, know, five to ten grams or something, Uh after a thousand years, it would be very impressive if they were the size of a rhinoceros. Yeah. Uh Right? No, no. We're talking, that's three to four tons. Now, what if a Komodo dragon lived to be a thousand years old? We're talking about animals that were 75 tons. Yeah, it's it's just... I mean, it's it's a whole nother leap. I mean, that's that's many, 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 many times the size of an elephant or, or a rhinoceros in, 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 in some of the extreme cases. I mean, this is not just merely a question of age. So one of the, one of the questions... And, and what about the atmosphere to sustain them as well? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's part, uh, that's part of the Carboniferous uh, period. That was more so, highly oxygenated yeah, exactly. atmosphere. Yeah. Well, well, one of the questions that I look forward to asking, David... Uh, uh, oh, and, and by the way, there was a really good interview with, with uh, Seth Andrews on his Thinking Atheist oh, podcast yeah. recently uh, with with David talking about his book. A little contentious at times, but I think it was a good interview. Uh, I think David David made some great points, and, and I think Seth kind of missed the boat on a couple of the questions that he asked and, and David's responses, but it was a good interview nonetheless. I, I, I really like Seth. I, I like mm-hmm. David. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that David keeps stressing over and over in his book is that, 
you know, religious people aren't necessarily stupid. They're victims. They're victims yeah. of a lifetime of indoctrination and and support of this ridiculous of of a lot of ridiculous yeah. beliefs, right? But I mean, at what point <laughs> can you look at someone and go, "No, they're they're not just victims. They're actively and aggressively fucking stupid." Yeah, there are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. Like it's, Brian Fisher is aggressively stupid. Kent Hovind is aggressively stupid. I mean, they have they have Ray the comfort. world of information at their fingertips yeah. and have had this shit explained yeah. to them multiple times. Yeah, there's no excuses anymore. And are aggressively fucking stupid about it. They are dumb. They are stupid people. I mean, they are not just victims. They are aggressively stupid about they're it. They're making other people victims. Yeah, they're victimizing other people is what yeah. they yeah. And And so... I I haven't seen in in his book yet addressing anything like the Brian Fishers of the world or the Ken Hams of the world who right, Ken Ham too who yeah. at their this. age and and access to yes. information yeah. should know better but are aggressively fucking well, stupid. Well, but the thing is with the guys we've named, they do know better. Not that they should. They do know better. They just choose not. They think? just. I think Ken Ham truly they've, believes they've heard all of this stuff. Yeah, but they've they heard everything there is. But to dude, counter. you just heard him go through all of these things that he just knows. He knows for a fact that Methuselah well, lived to over nine hundred yeah. years. When old. you when you said he knows that there was a worldwide flood that. Yeah, yeah. Don't doubt the book. I know. Yeah, but you're saying they should know better. I'm saying they know it. They have the information. I, I, They've heard it. But they they're also a, they're just totally rejecting the truth. They, yeah, they they they're completely they're, they're, ignoring. They're taking it. that information in and going, that is false. Yeah, this is right because the book says yeah, something I mean, different. This is this is different than the the average like guy that grows up in small town backwoods mountaintop arkansas who doesn't know anybody but other christians who don't even know the bible and never hears anything else these guys know well yeah they well i don't yeah. know if they know i, I would say well, they've, they they've actively heard the arguments, reject, they've heard the arguments. Yeah. They, they, they they're aware the argument. of what's out there yeah yeah they're aware of what's out there they just reject it of, uh, as I, not I, being true I, I would say there's a significant population of southern christians that that don't ever even hear this stuff oh they hear they hear the word evolution and go uh-uh Right, uh, evolution, uh, evolution. Yeah, <laughs> there's just a couple seconds left here in his batshittery tiles that just like grew Makes for sense. a thousand years, kept growing, Makes kept sense. growing, kept growing. <laughs> grew. I'm thinking that could be the explanation for dinosaurs. Huh? Yeah. They were just like reptiles that just like grew Makes for sense. a thousand years, kept growing, kept growing, yeah. kept growing. No, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. It makes no. no sense. It makes no sense at all unless you were aggressively and painfully fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah, and the other thing the other thing you have to look at is the size inhibitor genes which are present in every animal. That's what tells you how big you're going to be, which is the reason so which is the reason humans don't grow to be 75 tons. Well, it's the same reason why you can yeah, put exactly. a goldfish so, in a small bowl tall. and we'll get to one size, but if you put the same goldfish or breed yeah, in a they, large tank. Yeah, they'll get bigger. They'll get bigger, they'll get bigger but only to a point. Yeah, because it, you can only live to be so big in that tank. Right, which is why ligers are the largest living cats on Earth now because we they get because the size inhibitor genes they would have gotten from one of their parents is no longer passed on because they've they've uh, excluded the parents that would pass that on. So in a liger, it's a male lion, female tiger, neither of which pass on the size inhibitor gene. It's a it's the lioness and the tiger. Right, so with a tigon, 
They get they get both <laughs> size inhibitor genes. Both so of those names are just fucking so cool. Tigons and ligers. I know, but Tigons, is a tigon really small then? Yes, it, <laughs> it's about the size a of a cougar. Can I have one? It's about the size of a cougar, <laughs> and ligers can grow to six hundred pounds. Yeah, I don't Jeez. want a liger. That's too big. But I'm. But that's what I'm saying. But I'll See, take so, a so, wreck your shit. So that's yeah. a, that's a whole nother aspect in genetics yeah. that Brian Fisher is not accounting for. You you know, there's there's inhibit there's inhibitions. And well, we're at the point in science now where we can go in and go mm, turn that off. We're going to make you a giant. Yeah, but they weren't doing that before the flood. No, no, but Brian. we can. But we can now. No, before the flood, they went in and turned the lifelong gene on, like lifelong, <laughs> yeah, longer. Just turn, put, just, uh, turn yeah. that up. Turn that up. Turn on the eternity. All right, gene. all right. We're going to turn this one down. <laughs> that, oh. Let's see. The morality gene will turn that down. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, getting drunk and having sex with your daughters. We're going to turn that one down. Wait, no. T- change that. Let's turn that up. Let's turn it oh, up. Right, right. Sorry. We're going <laughs> to turn that gonna, one up. We're going to put that one on max. I'm sorry. I was I was backward there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Ann Coulter talking about only Donald Trump. I want to take the U out of her name. Ann Coulter. <laughs> the thing is, is, she said she wants to save us from turning into Uganda. But they want us to be like more like Uganda. They the, did. You. They made Uganda. They made Uganda. I mean, they lo- they would love to be able to kill the gays here too. Yeah, of course, just like they did in Uganda. But only president can Trump. <laughs> president <laughs> only Trump. president can Trump to save us from the goddamn and things. Only president can Trump. Boogity boogity boogity. Amen. Boogity boogity boogity. Amen. Lord, I want to thank make, that, that, hot wife. that needs to be a song. <laughs> yeah. We need to. I need to learn how to play some country licks in the guitar. We should make that into a song. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Let's see what she's got to say. These guys all want to be like Reagan, and they're always saying, as Reagan said, and mm-hmm. I'll be like Reagan. And right. You want me to be Reagan? I'll be Reagan. When Reagan ran, was he constantly saying, I'll be Calvin Coolidge? No. <laughs> I mean, for Pete's sake, Reagan was elected 35 years ago. The world was a different place. The main problem facing America is no longer a threat of, um, you know, a nuke from the Soviet Union. Yes. It wasn't encro- it's not encroaching communism. The threat facing America right now is that we are about to become Uganda. Right. And radical How Islam sees its Uganda? opening. That's even know. scarier. How how is that a thing? What the fuck is she talking about? We're about to become Uganda. I, In what way? Like third world Uganda? Like putting people to death for who they are, Uganda? We're we're in danger of having radical Christians take over. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would see happening if oh. Trump was elected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ha ha ha. I've been drinking. Uh, maybe oh. they're going off the second <laughs> one. Unexpected. I've been drinking. <laughs> well, President Obama's from Uganda. Maybe that's what no, he's from Kenya. Maybe she got it confused. He's an atheist Muslim from, from Kenya, Kenya, Hawaii. Yes. Who wants to turn us into Uganda? <laughs> <laughs> it makes complete sense now. It's totally sensible, I mean, Ryan, when you think about it. And invade it, Texas. Truly, it does. Before, I, I wasn't getting it. I just wasn't getting it. Now, now, now I, I understand. I, now I understand. I understand 100% completely what this president's trying to do. All I had to do was smash my brain against the sidewalk a few times, yeah. and now I totally understand it. I think I need some meth. <laughs> I think if I had some meth, it would make even more sense. Let's see if she explains how we're turning into Uganda. 
here. We'll be a third word world banana republic, and uh, radical Islam will have its way with us. Yes, I'm living under Sharia law. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> well, look, you know, you and I are on the same page. I said this, uh, you know, when I saw this omnibus spending bill at 2 o'clock in the morning, because I was still up, you know, trying to look at uh, the earlier debate, which I hadn't watched live, and I, I'm, I'm looking at the news coming out on C-SPAN from, from uh, Paul Ryan's office, and I said, is this not exactly what they said they would never do again, a 2,000-plus page bill that nobody gets to read, that gets voted on, and that absolutely doesn't allow anyone to weigh in on it? I mean, Jeff Sessions got on the floor at 4 o'clock in the morning and said, this is a disaster. What are we doing here? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Well, I was just recovering from um, the debate that we would have all <laughs> oh, slept through. Um, <laughs> I loved it. Before. We kept waking up whenever, whenever Trump would speak. Um, oh, incidentally, geez. I was at the debate with our friend Matt Drudge oh, okay. uh, and a few of uh, my other report. friends. And, and the, the one thing you won't see on TV um, is, first of all, before the the debate starts, Reince Priebus gets up and gives a little talk. Reince Pubis. I don't, I don't yes. know exactly what it was. Again, I'm paraphrasing. But it was very short, and it was, we are the Republican Party, and that means we welcome. Fucking, fucking Felicia posted a, just posted it on my timeline, Reince Pubis. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Makes me laugh every uh. time. <laughs> what? Hispanic, SoundCloud Asian, oh. limits. Wait, that's, that's all you have to say about the Republican Party? You're no. not going to say that we're the patriots? We're going to defend America's borders? No. We care about America? What on not true. earth? And no. by the way, I noticed white men were not included in the list of people that Republicans stand for. Why are Republicans embarrassed about getting white votes? What is what? that? Democrats right. can't get them. I can see why Democrats are always going around dissing white, white people, but why does the Republican um, have to be embarrassed about getting white votes? Well, but that's, you see, that they buy in to the same bankrupt philosophy that the Democrats buy into. And What? The, what? I don't... Um, I guess you're saying that... I'm white. I vote for the Democrats. Uh, same, yeah. same here. Yeah. But apparently Reince Pubis says that <laughs> didn't want the white vote? <laughs> well, you see, you don't need the white vote because you bomb the kids... And you tell them it's okay because you got to open their brains. Yes. <laughs> to the store best, grain. And the best way to open the grain brain is with a bomb. <laughs> and that's that there's some sort of inherent white privilege in this country remaining to this day. There is. They, you know, they look at a guy like Anton Scalia who says in oral Anton? arguments probably one of the well yes. <laughs> best stated reasons why affirmative action in college is no longer a subject that we should be pursuing. It doesn't work. It's hurt the, the very group that we intended to help. Oh my God! She's gonna go. Is this off that that wow that albino chick in Texas? What <laughs> the 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 chick who said that affirmative action kept her from getting into college? Even though I said no, you do not have the grades to enter this college. Like, well, no, they're going off of the Antonin Scalia thing recently, where he said where he yeah. said that basically blacks are harmed by affirmative action in getting into the advanced. Scare right. quotes, advanced colleges well, where that, they I, don't necessarily I think that came from this girl's case. Excel. I think that came from this girl's case where she was she sued. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Yeah. 
where she, there she was saying that she got passed over by African Americans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking to about. go in favor of African Americans. Yeah, yeah, even they, though her grades were terrible, were bad, and, and she they didn't, actually wouldn't said, have qualified anyway. There were actually only two people that might have been more qualified than you, but they had more like extracurricular ex- activities that boosted them up, and that's why they got in. Yeah. Like your grades, once I've got your hor- grades are horrible. You can't. You're not going to make it in this college. Well, this lady. This sounds like she's about to board the the Scalia racist train and the SS to, dumb fuck. <laughs> take it to Lynchtown. I don't know. <laughs> and he gets slammed as a racist. And 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 you know they got who do they go to first to use this kind of nonsense against Donald Trump? I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's just it's all like a bad movie. Anne. And and every day I wake up and I say, this is you know, I I don't know how the story ends. I know how it ends. How President Trump. With oh. you fuckers losing power each and every goddamn yeah. day because you're racist shitheads. And you're becoming the minority. How's that going to feel? Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, my. Won't you be weirded out by yep. that? But here's the thing. We're going to treat them a whole hell of a lot better than they treated us. Yes. Yeah. Because we're decent fucking people. And I mean, as yeah. as as a minority atheist is a minority not not yeah, a, I'm not, not in gonna, race but i'm not gonna threaten to kill them or put them in camps or force them to say that do, they're not americans yeah no yeah. i won't do any of that trump no oh, well, i hope so i mean i'm I actually so. i'm actually gonna register that. as a republican so i can vote in that primary and and you know i if for me <laughs> well, that's a rough, rough yeah, call well. but i gotta do it you do have to do it. The hilarious thing about that is so many people are doing that. I mean, oh, yeah. so it's many hilarious. people are registering no, to vote aren't. at all for the first time or switching their party registration. And uh, luckily, the Democrats have made registering to vote Real easy. extremely <laughs> easy. They're about to find out what... It should be extremely should be easy. easy. Yeah, it should. Goddamn. What They're- a retard is. They were the ones that wanted to block how easy it was for people to fucking register because the easier it is for people to register, the more they fucking get Democratic votes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'll help to hoist them on there. I remember last year there was a huge, uh, there was a huge where, where, protest. Where, where is this coming I from? Got semi- I don't know. Okay. Sounds so, weird. I have never actually voted in a, in a primary election before. Yeah. Because I've just always voted in the main elections. Like, yeah. I never thought to vote in a primary election. But this year, the Democratic primary election for Utah, it's on my birthday. So I thought, I'm going to go vote for Bernie. Feeling the burn? I'm feeling the burn. Feeling the burn. I really like Bernie a lot. Because I've been, I've been following the Bernie Sanders campaign that's locally done in my area. And I actually, the kid friended me on Facebook. And I'm like, do I know you? And I'm like, he's like, no. I'm like, do you have anything to do with the Bernie Sanders? I see you posting a lot of Bernie Sanders stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm running the local Bernie Sanders like to help get out the vote for Bernie. And he's just a young college kid. I'm like, mm. awesome. Nice. Like, that's badass. Yeah, you that's know cool. who it is? Uh, I, got, I got his name on my phone. On my goddamn. <laughs> but the, he's, he's, he's doing like, like debate nights where he's like inviting people down to like the coffee shop in 25th Street and Nogden the, the, the grounds for coffee to sit and actually get people together to watch the debates so he's I'm like so Bernie Sanders has actually I think like I said in the past he has riled up the younger voters mm-hmm. oh definitely and last I saw he was leading in New Hampshire and making big strides and gains in Iowa so I think he can do it I'd, I'd like to see it man I think it would be pretty fucking awesome you remember this time Eight years ago, when everybody's yeah. like, 
Obama, Hillary's got it. That's Hillary's not got it. Happen. No, yeah. He has no executive experience. Same. Yeah. What's well, he's a he's a community organizer. Uh. The person that's always leading this time around this time of the year is not the one who gets in the office. I would almost feel bad for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, in a way. Loses, in a way. I mean, because but, I'm. But to I, be fair, she she hasn't mounted a real strong campaign ever. I mean, she's always she's she's kind of ran off over her name. politics. And I don't think Hillary I would think, be. Yeah, up. I think that's a, her big her big problem is that she tries she tries to tread water too yeah, much yeah, yeah. instead of instead of making a stand and 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 running on a populist platform. Yeah. People are looking for someone who's opinionated. That's clear. Donald Trump is leading in the Republican side. I mean, yeah. that's not because he's smart. It's not because he has experience. It's not because he knows what he's talking about. It's because he it's because he makes he makes a statement and he ba- and he stands by it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Doesn't back down regardless of how fucking crazy or stupid yeah. it is. Yeah, and people respect that yeah. single thing. Because <laughs> if you were to ask he says me... He some crazy, stupid shit, but he stands by yeah, him. Right. If you had asked me two years ago who I thought the next president was going to be, I would have said Hillary fucking Clinton. But then Bernie Sanders got into this thing, and I started mm-hmm. reading more about it. I'm like, you know what? Nothing against Hillary. I just like Bernie more, and I think yeah. at this time and right now, he can do more, and he's... I like him more. It's like yeah. nothing against you, Hillary, but uh, couple, sorry. Couple, I think the couple things against Hillary. But I mean, there's 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 pros you know, and cons yeah. to every candidate. Yeah. Well, and the political climate has shifted since yeah. the last time Clinton. Ran. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know we we are more poor, we are more polarized. Yeah. And we have on one side a, a complete polar opposite to what the majority of Americans stand for and believe in and, and want to see mm-hmm. as a representative in their government. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, but you have a massive voter base that's willing to shoot themselves in the foot over it. Yeah. Yeah. And even though people keep saying we want to, we want someone who's not a, a lifelong politician in office. I look at Bernie as the anti-politician. Yeah, in a lot of ways, yeah. He's the guy that's going to... I mean, he's been in politics. He's been in politics for a long time. His entire life. But he's always been... But he's not very politic. Anti, like, large establishment. Like, no, Uh fuck that. That's, that's... I mean, that's why I look at him as the anti-politician. He's he's always stood by his morals. Exactly. That's why I look at him, I'm like, you know what? He could be a good guy. I really like He could be a really good guy. Donald Trump is also anti-politician. Yes, but he is not... Hesitating I, I to be know. in the po- pockets of people. Though. I know, in a very different way, in a very bad way. He's anti. He's but, not. He's just never been a politician. Well, and and his ideas are very anti-American politics. Yeah, in a bad way. In a bad. In a very bad yeah. way. Yeah. But like I've said before, though. The, too, I mean, is, they, you, I mean, um, maybe you could get two more opposite people, but it's hard to see that. Well, it, I mean, Trump and Sanders are, as far as I can tell, the most opposite candidates you could possibly have. And Trump. Trump trumpets his his yeah. stand on not being politically correct, which right. to me always seemed really fucking stupid. Like you're not politically correct, so your politics are incorrect. <laughs> and Sanders is very politically correct in knowing what the American voice yeah. wants and desires and needs. You know, he 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 is running on a populist platform. He's not running on a lobbyist, glad-handing, smarmy platform. It's what do the people of America want? Yeah. I'd be willing to bet if, Which, if, if, he, if he gets the nomination and he gets this country riled up enough for, for Bernie, we will see a record number of 
the 18 to 24 year old voters come out to vote. I sure could, hope we could, do. Could be. Uh, I mean, he he he's not running on he's not running on a platform of who can contribute to my campaign in hopes that I'll be elected. It's what are the American people as a whole saying they want? What yeah. what do they want as representation in their government? And I think that's awesome. And and he's not running it on the what are the bigots and misogynists and xenophobes saying they want because that's not the American ideal. But I think I think he should also do a large media campaign defining what a socialist democrat is. Democratic socialist. The democratic socialist actually is. Mm-hmm. Like no, this isn't. Oh, he's he's explained that a he's bunch. He's explained it on debates and on news shows, but. Not everybody gets to. Sit I think it's and out there and available for anybody who cares to know about it. Yeah, but I think if you did a large media blast on it, maybe people would start looking at it more and going, "Well, maybe this like everything I've been hearing from this side is bullshit." Honestly, I think the only people who care about the S word are the boomers, and they're not going to vote for a Democrat anyway. Yeah. Large, largely, so you know they're the ones that are afraid of the socialists. I don't think the millennials give two shits about what that word means or what it represents or what it has meant or any I don't think they care at all. I but you know, but if the, if you if you define it, they might go, "Hey, I actually stand behind that." Yeah, well, what I mean is I I think they agree with Bernie's policies and they yeah. don't care what he calls it. Yeah, I mean, it's the boomers that are hung up on those fucking words, even though yeah. the boomers had their last great president was one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, I even tried telling my dad that. Well, my dad—that was my dad's first objection. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a socialist. I'm like, well, yeah, but dad, you gotta get get over the fucking s word. Like, you know, he's he's and, and look he's, at the other word yeah, involved. I mean, he's not a he's not Stalin, right? Yeah. He's FDR. Well, well, but I think he's way way more than FDR. Everyone. <laughs> Okay, fine, fair enough. You try to figure out exactly which crazy fucker you're going to pick this yeah. week from the Republican Party, because every time I talk to you, it's different, <laughs> because they do something to fuck up their campaign, and when you figure out who it is, except for Trump, final, you know, fair enough, but well, outside of that, he's just shuffling through every other possible person. Well, Ben Carson, but no, then he's crazy, and the Republicans will never... Santorum, and the, uh, yeah, Huckabee, well, I like, uh, well, Scott Walker, no, he's well, out. No, well, what about... Uh, what about uh, Rubio? Well, I don't like his voting record. Well, okay. Uh, what but, a, you know? He, he can't yeah. fucking. He doesn't know. He doesn't but, know. But if Bernie can take FDR's ideas and push them further, it'll be good for this country. Yes, I agree. I agree. But 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 anyway. But that's just back to my point. I think the only people that are hung up on that the terminology there are the boomers who are probably not going to open their minds to it anyway. So yeah. Well, now that we're so far removed from the Ann Coulter thing, she still didn't fucking explain uh, yeah. how we're going to end up as Uganda. No. Right. What? It, 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 yeah. I, I compare Uganda. How? What? What? By what measure of Uganda are is America yeah. going to turn yeah. into Uganda? All I know is if I had a gun on me every time she came on TV, I'd be buying a lot of TVs. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like Elvis. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you crazy. So this story comes from another crazy woman. Comes to us from uh, the Phoenix area of Arizona. This is why I think I I think our our issue with ISIS and people in general isn't where they're at. It's how fucking hot the places are. Phoenix is hot. Makes you crazy. Makes you crazy. That hot. Those hot temperatures make people do crazy shit. Like look at Florida. Crazy shit always happens in Florida. It's a hot weather. We should all move north to, to colder climates or move south to colder climates 
and everybody be chill. <laughs> everybody be chill, literally. <laughs> this Phoenix woman is Things under cool arrest there. as Phoenix police investigate a chilling Christmas Eve murder. They say 39-year-old Anitra Braxton killed a woman and kept her body as a shrine on her couch for three days. Braxton now charged with first-degree murder and is being held in $750,000 bond. And ABC 15's Ashley Thompson is live from 15th Avenue in Bethany Home. That's where Braxton lives. Ashley, as bizarre as this sounds, there are people actually coming to her defense. It's like North Central. <laughs> Well, that's right, Steve. Earlier, we heard from a man who lived upstairs above Braxton. Now you're going to hear from one of her friends who says there's no way she could have possibly done this. Oh, Police say did. Anitra ba Braxton shot a woman in the eye on Christmas Eve. Police were called to her apartment on Saturday Are you when a they Christmas got. Story? You'll shoot your <laughs> <eye> out. <laughs> she was my friend. And she is my friend. I hope she gets out. I hope they figure it out soon that she's not the one. Braxton's yeah, family told it. police that uh -huh. she does not have mental health issues, despite some other claims. The victim, by the way, may have been pregnant. That's what Braxton is claiming, but still has not been identified. So what that what that story did not mention is that yeah, I was the, like, what the hell? They didn't even talk about it. Is that the woman that she shot? was an atheist and she shot her because she was an atheist she didn't believe in the jeebus yeah I, I think it's interesting that that didn't even come up one time not once the the the, the whole motive for the murder didn't even come up in the news story in the fact that she admitted to it at that that's what she told the fucking police was that she shot her because she was an atheist and didn't believe in god yeah we'll just keep that quiet though because <laughs> well and and the the so the text of the story says phoenix a 39 year old woman in phoenix is accused of shooting another woman and then keeping her body on a sofa as a shrine according to court documents emergency dispatchers received two 911 calls on saturday evening december 26th from people who reported a dead female inside an apartment near 15th and missouri avenues record show Officers responded and found a black female wrapped in a towel dead on the sofa. Records say the unidentified victim died of a gunshot wound to the head and may have been pregnant. The apartment's tenant, Anitra L. Braxton, initially told officers that she lived alone and that no one was inside the apartment. After officers found the body, Braxton was taken to police headquarters, Mirandized, and interviewed. She told detectives that the victim was, quote, a shrine from God and was actually her own body, end quote, according to police records. She said the victim was shot for, quote, not believing in her God, end quote, and that the body had been there for two or three days. So this doesn't specifically say that the woman was an atheist, but she didn't believe in this woman's yeah. God. And that was the motive behind this woman shooting but, her and killing her was because she didn't believe in her God. This is the crux of the story here. Yeah. And, 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 and it was just it. absolutely completely glazed over. Like n they didn't even, they didn't even say a word about any of the motive here, which is The story continues. Uh, police said that they police said they believe the scene had been partially cleaned up. Leonard Tumblin said about four months ago, Braxton moved in downstairs right beneath him. Tumblin said there was always noise coming from her apartment, quote, like a psychotic rage, he said. She's constantly going off, constantly. Tumblin said he never took her threat seriously. Quote, I know she has mental problems. Everyone around here knows that she does, end quote. She would, and the quote continues, she would always talk about, a certain book of the Bible, Tumblin said, the book of Jeremiah. But all she kept saying is, God told me to read the book of Jeremiah over and over again. 
And quote, Braxton was booked, was booked into, into jail on one count of first-degree premeditated murder. She's being held on a $750,000 bond. If the victim does turn out to be pregnant, Braxton will be charged with double homicide. Mm. ABC 15 obtained multiple mug shots of Braxton over the past 15 years. Take a look at the timeline below to see when each one was taken. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, she, so she obviously she has, has a, issues. She, yeah, she has... I, well, and for those people to say, oh, she has no no, no history of mental yeah. disease. Yeah. Clearly she does. Yeah. She's she's cuckoo for the Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Uh, the the last story that I had tonight, and I don't know if you want to talk about your, your things, Matthew. Uh, the last one I had this evening was... <laughs> Matthew. Mike fucking Huckabee. Fucking Huckabee. Because he is a fucking dirtbag. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt, you, you need to make a literal picture of Fuckabee. <laughs> Mike Fuckabee. <laughs> Take it literally. <laughs> Draw it. Let me see here. And I, while I get this ready, what, what have you got, Matt? Oh, mine's long. I'm gonna put you. On, I'm gonna put you. Okay, let's do it. You wanna do it now? Sure. Well, I was gonna do a year-end wrap-up. Oh, you want to do this at the you very end? You want to do the year-end wrap-up at the at the at the, at at the end? end for the wrap-up? I was thinking. <laughs> okay, okay. So we can we can wrap up at the end. That makes sense. Sometimes <laughs> you should wrap it at the beginning. It makes yeah, that's, sense. That's true. It makes could, sense. You could, you could wrap in the beginning. Uh, let me get this here, and I'm going to pause this down here for a moment. Oh yeah, that coils Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Maybe you just need to that. adjust your voltage down. So we've got Mike Huckabee, who is now saying that he'd never supported Josh Duggar. Yeah. This delights me. Direct fucking lie with proof. Because it's like he thinks that what he has said in the past just disappears and nobody will be able to fact check him at all. Nobody will be able yeah. to call him out on his bullshit. It's like he thinks when you delete a tweet, it's gone. Yeah. If you delete a tweet, it's gone. Once you're on the news, people watch it that one time, and then it's just gone. It disappears. There's no there's no evidence that it ever happened at all. Um, but he has he has recently said it. He has recently said it. <laughs> said it? Yes, that's a thing. He said it. He said it. it. Uh, I, he, he conceded it all he wanted. <laughs> he recently said, quote, I really didn't support Josh. I supported his parents. If you'll go back and look at what I did, there's no support for what he did. Which is maybe half true. I don't know. Because he, of course, didn't support what Josh did as far as molesting his sisters, but he did support or him. Josh Duggar for what he, his activism. Yeah, he, he supported him as Josh Duggar yes. and a good Christian boy doing what Mike and Huckabee thought he should be doing. An anti-gay uh, campaign. Yeah, so I just want to play this little clip here from Mr. Huckabee, and then I have some damning things to that come. I'll play afterward, because it's fun. I like it. It's fun. Question, I assure you. But I yeah. do I do have to talk about uh, uh, Josh Duggar and the support you gave him. Um, and it, it, it seems this is not a very decent human being at the end of the day. And I'm wondering if you regret that. Well, I really didn't support Josh. I supported his parents. If you'll go back and look at what I said, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, there's no support for what he did. And I think uh, in subsequent months, as more things came out, what he did was despicable. It was dishonest. He, uh, he, he did some things that totally defy everything that he supposedly stood for. 
but certainly defied what his parents not only have stood for, but continue to. So my support was for his sisters, who were the real victims. I felt like they were being exploited by the media. The media didn't care what was happening to them and the emotional trauma they were going through. And the media didn't care about uh, the parents, who were wonderful people. I've never defended Josh, uh, and I don't defend him now sure. because there's nothing to defend. What he did was absolutely, hideously wrong and despicable. All right. Well, that was uh, that, that was about as uh, straightforward as you can possibly get. Uh, now, in hindsight, 2020 being what it is, let's go back and uh, listen to what Mr. Huckabee has had to say about this in the past. This is from an interview with Megyn Kelly. And this was at the time when the incidents were fresh, right? Yes. Yeah, so. yeah when, it was, when it was first breaking and there's pictures of, you know, Josh Duggar hugging all up on Mike Huggabee and Mike Huggabee. Know, Mike Huggabee and all of these, <laughs> Mike Huggabee, all these photo ops and and yeah, Got so, Mike Huggabee, Mike Fuckabee. <laughs> I, there's not there's not very many times when I really appreciate what Megan Kelly does. This is one of those times. <laughs> Mike Duggerbee. We went through one of the most darkest times that our family's ever gone most through. Darkest. And our son Josh came to us on his own. He had just turned fourteen, and he Daddy said Duggar. that he had actually. Improperly touched some of our daughters. Josh came and asked each of us individually, I know, but he asked me to forgive him. When you found out this was going to be on the cover of, of In Touch Weekly, what was your reaction? I see it as a re victimization that's even a thousand times worse. In the wake of our exclusive interview with the Duggar family, the media bashing continues of the family and its supporters, including Governor Mike Huckabee. He found himself part of the story when he first posted about the Duggar scandal uh, a couple of weeks ago. He wrote, Josh's actions when he was an underage teen are, as he described them himself, inexcusable. But that doesn't mean unforgivable. No purpose whatsoever is served by those who are now trying to discredit Josh or his family by sensationalizing the story. Discredit Josh. 2016 Republican presidential candidate and former Fox... And they're not just seeking to sensationalize the story. They're seeking to expose somebody who trotted around the globe acting like he was holier than everybody else yeah. and had never done anything wrong and bashing gays at every opportunity he had. Yep. You know, touting his credentials as a, as a right and just and moral Christian leader who knows what's good for everybody. Yep. Fox News host, Governor Mike Huckabee, joins me now. Governor, thank you for being here. And so... You you were roundly criticized for standing up for the Duggar family, and in particular, the the quote that you know that I jumped out at me oh, uh, to be comes. honest was the following: No one needs to defend Josh's actions at a teenager as a teenager, but the fact that he confessed his sins to those he harmed, sought help, and has gone forward to live a responsible life as an adult is testament to his family's authenticity and humility. Boom. His family's authenticity and, and humility has come under attack for being so out there in criticizing gays and lesbians' push for marriage equality in the wake of what they, you know, and, and their protestations about how you're supposed to treat family and children in the wake of what they did. Did you go too far? Absolutely not. Did you go too far in supporting Josh Duggar? Yeah. That's, that's the question. Too far? Absolutely not. <laughs> what I was simply saying is that in every family, we all deal with crises, we deal with issues. Now, if the Duggars had never gone to 
counseling, never submitted themselves to the elders of their church. Yeah, that uh, doesn't matter. That's the only counseling that they got. They didn't go to a fucking therapist. They no. went. They, yeah, they the went church. to the church for both those things, and neither of those things matter one iota. No. And then the runner, the guy who was running that organization, I think he didn't he get in trouble later on. For and clearly didn't change abuse? anything. Yeah. They went voluntarily to the police. No, they didn't. Uh, no. They took many, many steps that many parents don't take under similar circumstances. Megan, the thing that I think gets lost in this is that opening this whole thing up publicly violated Arkansas law. And as someone who governed the state and understood juvenile law, I was just stunned and shocked that, number one, the victims were exploited in this by the media for their own purposes. Now wait. There was no... He... This this is this is a complete red herring. He's still not talking about what addressing he Josh. He's trying to shift this to breaking the law in Arkansas, the victims, including the Duggar sisters, to try to get people to say, "Oh yeah, well, you know, who's going to disagree with that?" Everyone, of course, everyone feels emotionally tied to the Duggar girls, and, and while not addressing the actual issue. Yeah, he's 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 still. Deflecting. Yeah, he's still deflecting, and by doing so, defending Josh's actions. Yeah. And the thing is, if, if, if these things would have came to light when he was 17, yeah, you can't really talk about it because he's still a minor. But when it comes to light after he's 18 years old, and there's never any like repercussion for what he did, yeah, now it's... And then he goes on to continue being a fucking yeah. dirtbag? Yeah, and, and if Arkansas has on, on the books laws to protect pedophiles, then fuck Arkansas, and who cares about their laws? <laughs> no interest in the media to protect those girls. Mm -hmm. There was no interest to make sure that their interests were served. And I think your interview pointed out that they had a very different reaction to all of this than did their critics who were out to destroy their family. The girls, the girls in particular said they've, they've all forgiven Josh, the family has moved on, and they felt, they said they felt victimized a thousand times worse uh, by the release of the information which they wanted to keep private. And yet, the city attorney, I realize a judge, has ruled that the release of this police record was unlawful, but a city attorney there who authorized it to the police chief... Well, and they didn't want it to be made public because nobody wants other people to know that they were victimized right. necessarily. Yeah. I mean, right. that's, that's not something that you... That, that most people would walk around saying, you know, that they want everybody to know. It's, it's especially but, when it happened in the past, they don't, you know, if they've moved on, great. You know, good for them. I, yeah. I hope they're doing well. But it's not something that they want dragged out again. No, yeah, of course. But, of the, course but the other issue is once you become a pseudo-celebrity and you're in the public eye, you pretty much lose all privacy to your life. Well, yeah. and the other issue, too, is let's catch the fucking pedophile. And and you know and make sure they don't do it again. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I'm. I mean, I'm sorry that this all has to get drug out. But look, <laughs> we got a real problem here. You yeah. know, <laughs> says there was nothing wrong with this. When we investigated Josh Duggar, even though he committed the acts while a juvenile, he was 18 when it got released. When it got when it got investigated. Megan, he's an unadjudicated minor at the time that this happened. You're an attorney. You understand that a person is innocent until proven guilty. But he confessed. He was never. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if he hasn't been proven guilty. He fucking confessed. Yeah. The sisters admitted that it happened. Yeah. The father and the mother admitted Everyone that admitted it, happened. it happened. Ever adjudicated, but he did not confess in a court of law. It doesn't fucking matter. No. The law does not hold him accountable, even the. And that's the whole fucking problem. Yeah, yep. If he confesses. But the bigger issue is not Josh. The bigger issue. The girls.
How were the girls served? How were the victims served by the exploitation, by the release, the unlawful release? And I'm going to go back and emphasize the illegal, unlawful release of that information. Let me ask you this. It was not about the victims. It was about trying to go after the Duggars. They have uh, been known as a family that is a Christian family. And if a liberal has anything like this kind of uh, situation, it's no big deal. And I think we no. all have heard the comparison between this and Lena Dunham, who no, wrote then, about it in her But then her the book. critics on the other side that say that if the Duggars were atheists, people like you would not be defending the actions of Josh Duggar. Of course Duggar. not. Can anybody find where I have ever blown up the issue for somebody else, the closest thing? Obama. He just yeah. tried to do it for Lena Dunham. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? You yeah. just... Three fucking seconds ago, tried to do it on Lena Dunham. And look at his record for his statements against uh, the president. Yeah. Is comparing the obvious one that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. but I don't go out there yeah. trying to, I don't want to destroy anybody. Megan, the one thing about a, a, a true Christian believer, you don't want to hurt people, destroy people. That's not your goal. You want to uphold uh, yeah. truth. You want to uphold no, common sense. No, you don't. But no. you don't go out there to specifically target <laughs> individuals and see if yeah. you can exploit them for your own gain. Oh, no, no, Christian belief. Mister hugging all over Kim Davis and saying, "Put yeah, me in yeah. jail. Put yeah, me in jail yeah. instead of Kim Davis. Yeah. Come on, persecute me." Yeah. Let me ask you this because I know you were just in Iowa. Are people talking about this? Is this on the? Because it's it's been such a huge story in the nation, and yet, do you hear about this from voters at this point? No, people in Iowa, people in South Carolina, people in other states I've been, they want to ask me about the Trade Partnership Act. They're concerned about the fact their jobs are disappearing. They're concerned that they're working two part-time jobs instead of having one good full-time job. They're scared to death about terrorism coming to their own streets and their neighborhoods. No. I never get a, a question about this unless it's to say, by the way, uh, why is this such a big issue? But as far as, is this what's burning in the hearts of voters? Is this what they're going to use to decide the next president? Absolutely not. i got to end it on this note because I understand well, there was a bit of news in the Huckabee clan this today. Is it today that today, you, your daughter gave birth to a grandson? Morning. I'll let you break the news. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He goes on to talk about the baby. Big fucking deal. So... You, we've just exposed you as a liar and a hypocrite, Mr. Huckabee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You're a yeah. shitbag. Yeah. And that's why you will not be president of this country ever. Yeah. So, moving on, you, you've got a, a year in review. Oh, a year in review news. All let's, right. Let's do it. I thought it would, I thought it would fit. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, I will. Before the show, and actually just today, I thought, oh, this is our last show of the year. We should do like a... What we've done throughout the year, and then I was stuck in the office and working and didn't have any time to do it. I should have thought of it earlier, but yeah, I didn't. I, Maybe we'll do that next year. <laughs> and I forgot that 2014 ended, so I didn't even realize we just had another year go by. Yeah, you know. it goes quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I grabbed the top story from each state for the last year, and a lot of them probably will be not that difficult to guess if you guys want to guess the state. Guess the story from the state. Oh, uh, we'll just go in alphabetical Oof. order. Okay. So mm. top, Alabama, top Alaska, story from Arizona, Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida. Um. <laughs> <laughs> top story from Alabama this year was uh, about two lesbian mothers fight for custody of their uh, three children. Yeah. Uh, 
two state courts are at odds over adoption rights for same-sex couples, or at least until the Supreme Court stepped in. Uh, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to read all these because it's no, going to take a million years. Yeah. That'd be a whole another two hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it was taken up by, by the Supreme Court, which blocked Alabama's ruling on December 14th. Yeah. They got to get their kids. Yep. Um, Alaska. Was there a moose or a Sarah Palin involved? <laughs> Pipeline. Uh, it does have to do with oil. Yeah, Alaska Governor Bill Walker called for the state's first income tax in 35 years. Alaska is the only state that has neither a state-level sales tax nor a personal income tax. For decades, it has been uh, dependent on income from oil, but crude oil prices have been hovering at seven-year lows. So while you've been doing your happy dance at the pump, Alaska has been sinking further into debt. Walker's proposal is part of the state's new sustainable Alaska plan, which paired with a budget proposal is meant to close the state's $3.5 billion deficit. Hmm. Well, stop which letting, is as it should be. Stop letting oil companies have a 1,000% profit. Yeah. 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 Arizona. Arizona. It wasn't, it wasn't an atheist being shot in the eye, was it? No, that was Mm-mm. too recent. Uh, Lake Mead shrank to a historic oh, low yeah. this year. The reservoir on the Colorado River stores water for parts of Arizona, Southern California, Southern New Mex- Southern Nevada, and Northern Mexico, all of which have endured a 15-year drought. Arkansas. Something about cousins fucking. Satanic Temple. The Duggars. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. California. Drought. Drought would be good, yeah. San Bernardino. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> it was so recent. Yeah. You said drought, and I'm like, wait, California's in a drought, too. Yeah. Colorado. Well, marijuana. Hood. Legalized marijuana. A warrior for the babies. Oh, oh yep. Yeah. yep. Planned Parenthood. I was right. Connecticut. Uh, oof. Fuck if I know. This one's tricky. It's a, it's a small place. A lot little happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Syrian refuge. Syrian family finds a home in America, just not where they planned. The family of refugees was destined for Indiana, but politics derailed that. Connecticut uh, Democratic Governor Daniel Malloy welcomed to his state in November a family of Syrian refugees diverted from Indiana because of security concerns raised by uh, Indiana Republican Governor Mike Pence. Good for well, you, good for Connecticut. You, Connecticut. Yep. I was, I, was, I was saying that. Malo- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, Malloy said, uh, quote, it is the right thing, the humane thing to do about welcoming the Syrian family. family. He said, quite frankly, yep. if you believe in God, it's the morally correct thing to do. Meh. Even if you don't, it's the morally it's the correct, morally thing, correct to thing to do. Yeah. Delaware. I know something happened in Delaware. Look, we're in Delaware. I think it made the news. <laughs> it did make the news. It was the finest man any of us have ever known. Does that ring a bell? The finest man any of us have ever known. Nope. Hitchens died further back. Bo Biden. Bo Biden died. Yes. Sorry, Mr. Biden. Yeah, Hitchens does. Hitchens died in 2011. Yeah, and he wasn't from Florida. Uh, was was the 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 face eating? That was last year, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. I don't know. That was last year. Uh, search efforts for two teens lost at sea hit dead ends. Oh yeah, they never found those kids. I don't think Perry Cohen and Austin Stephanos went missing at sea. 
I don't think I ever heard that story. Yeah, Coast, two kids Coast jumped Coast in the found their capsized 19-foot boat yeah. 67 miles off the coast of Daytona Beach two days later. Spent a week scanning hundreds of miles of water before calling off the search. Aliens. Yes. True. <laughs> Bermuda fucking triangles out there. Georgia. I, uh, again, something I'm about gays. Cousin humping, I don't know. Bobby Christina Brown dies after oh. found unconscious in a bathtub. A demise eerily similar to that of her mother, Whitney Houston. Ah, yeah. uh, sad face. Hawaii. Gay marriage. Uh, <laughs> that would be a good one. Uh, weed. Stopping the telescope. Solar frickin' roadways. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> Flying on sun power. Hell yeah, solar fucking roadways. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> they all about me there. Yep. Uh... It's a solar-paneled airplane that uses no fuel, can remain in the air indefinitely, and which use, which this year attempted a nearly 22,000-mile round-the-world voyage. I remember that. Until it fried its batteries. <laughs> ah. Idaho. The foot-shuffling uh, senator was last year. Potato famine. Uh, <laughs> potato famine. <laughs> 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 An injured hunter's harrowing tale of survival. Remember this guy that broke his leg? I, uh, I don't. Hunting by himself for some reason that seems beyond me. Broke broke both the bones in his lower leg and uh, right. wrote out uh, wrote out notes to his family and everything that he's going to die and then end up crawling f- four days worth back. Jeez, oh, uh, sounds like a movie. Yeah, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, guy. I remember he, that he guy. Drug himself for for four days. And he's on the road to recovery now. We only cover dipshit crazy news on here usually, so we don't usually do feel-good stories. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Illinois. Uh, Cover-up of Was it the Chicago shooting? shooting? Laquan McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. And the Chicago Way. Indiana. Indiana. Gary, Mm. Indiana. Hoosiers. Daddy. Uh... Who's your daddy? Uh, who's oh. your daddy? <laughs> uh, was this the was the was the molestation thing? That was last year. That was last year, right? Yeah, a religious freedom law. Oh, and a governor's regrets. Oh, right, where they repealed it. Yeah. Yep. Iowa. No idea. Corn famine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Center of the political universe from the moment a campaign kicks off until the time oh. of the caucus winners debate, blah, 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 basically just talks about the importance uh, of it. I, I don't think very, I don't think very much went on in Iowa this year. <laughs> uh, We're relevant, damn it. Yeah. Kansas. Dorothy was found. Dorothy was found. Dead, a twister, yes. a twister. <laughs> Kansas is a is the drought. Ah. Uh, everywhere's a drought. Yeah, they they have an aquifer that's dried up though. Yeah, Most that everywhere. sucks. Kentucky. Oh, Kim Davis. Yes, Kim Davis. Yeah, good call. Yep. Louisiana. Oh, the Bayou. Rebuilding? I don't know. Alligator attack. <laughs> the gloves came off in the gubernatorial campaign. Gubernatorial? Yep. Gubernatorial. With Jindal and who? Uh, John Edwards, John Bell Edwards, was elected governor of Louisiana. John Edwards, two- the guy that talks to dead people? <laughs> That's John Edward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Right. 
uh, defeating two-term U.S. Senator David Vitter, a Republican, in an almost unthinkable upset in the ruby red state. Almost unthinkable if you completely discount Vitter's fucking actions. Yeah, right. Uh, Maine. Um, Something to do with lobsters. Or (laughs) they found Canada. I don't know. Man plus dog plus kindness of strangers equals happiest ending. Is this the fisherman who found the dog? Joel Carpenter from Portland, Maine, found a dog of his dreams on PetFinder.com. The only problem was she was across the country in a Minnesota shelter. Carpenter Carpenter could afford to get to Minnesota, but he didn't have enough money for a ticket home. Didn't matter. He flew to Minneapolis and rescued his girl, Sadie. Uh, Quote, I was just kind of following my heart. Next began his odyssey to get back to Portland. Did he like hitchhike? That's when strangers following their hearts raised enough money to for the two to return home. Portland. Feel good stories. Blech. Portland, Maine. Oh, that's Oregon. And Maine. They can't have one on each coast. That's just confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Maryland. Uh, uh, I know a big one happened in Maryland. I don't know. Yeah, you do. I know. I know. I know it. I know Maryland, Maryland had riots. Oh shit! Yeah, the fucking the I'm trying to think the of riots, the guy's name. The... Yeah, Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray. Yeah. Yep, I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm gonna do this one anyway. Massachusetts. Um, the football thing. Fucking Deflate Gate. Deflate Gate. Fucking Deflate Gate. A non news uh, story. They had nothing that better was their in Boston. Biggest story. <laughs> nothing better in Boston. <laughs> nothing about Whitey Bulger or anything, even? <laughs> no, apparently not. Michigan. Uh, we got lakes. <laughs> That's Minnesota. Yeah. I don't know. We got. We used to have cars. Ooh, was it the Satanic Temple's revealing of the t- the the? Ooh, that would be good. Oh, that would be good. That was Detroit. Yeah, but it's the Syrian refugee who moved Edward Norton, Obama, and pretty much everyone else in America with his desire to do good. Ah, you guys know this story? I don't know. I, I know Edward Norton. It's not ringing a bell. Michigan-bound Syrian refugee who lost his wife and daughter in a deadly attack became a worldwide viral sensation in December after sharing his story with Brandon Stanton, the creator of the popular photo blog Humans of New York. Among the thousands, President Obama included, who followed the Facebook photo series about the unnamed uh, scientist bound for a fresh start in Michigan, actor and filmmaker Edward Norton. He used his celebrity powers for good by launching an aptly named fundraiser campaign for the man and his family called The Scientist, which raised more than $455,000 and counting. That's the power of social media. Wow. He used his powers for good, not mm-hmm. for awesome. <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, well, that whack job's no longer in the state. <laughs> uh, Michelle. Yeah, Bachman. Bachman. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Minnesota. I went there. The, hunt, the hunter becomes the hunted. Some dude get killed by a deer? Some dude that killed Cecil the lion. Oh, yeah, oh. the dentist. Ah. Yep. Mississippi. This one I hadn't heard before, but I'm surprised. Was there a lynching? Am I Mississippi? Was it the kid that was the, the 17-year-old kid that was found hanging by the uh, in the mobile home park? No, but maybe worse. Ooh, what's worse than that? 
17 arrested in case of burned alive teen. Ooh. But none charged in her death. Mystery of a 19-year-old Jessica Chambers found on a rural road burned alive. Unraveled throughout 2015, Chambers was doused with gasoline and set afire on December 6, 2014, ah. near Cortland, Mississippi. Why? Officials spent the ensuing months interviewing more than 150 people, sorting through more than 20,000 phone records trying to find her assailants. Uh, that's when investigators turned up evidence of other suspected illegal activity, ranging from narcotic sales, possession of stolen firearms, and possession of counterfeit currency. FBI agents targeted sus- suspected gang members and arrested 17 men on December, December 15th, though none is charged with killing chambers. Hmm. It's not over by any stretch of the imagination, says District Attorney John Champion. Wow. I don't, I don't remember, I remember hearing anything one. about yeah, that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Missouri. Uh, no idea. Everyone's miserable. <laughs> about the First Amendment. Students were protesting racism at the University of Missouri. Oh, yeah. Mizzou. Uh, and their efforts led to the ouster of University of Missouri System President Tim Wolfe and University of Missouri-Columbia Chancellor R. Bowen Lofton. That was a huge story. Yeah. Yes. What to what? Uh, yeah, that was a, yeah. That was a huge, 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 mm. ginormous. It was, it was... It was an incredible story. Yep. Montana. Um, Bob moved there. A moose got loose. (laughs) Yeah, Bob did move there. (laughs) Listen to your grandma when it comes to bear attacks. Uh, I was almost right with a moose got loose. Almost there. (laughs) One way to survive a grizzly bear attack, shove your arm down the bear's throat. Oh. Isn't that where where the dangerous bits are? (laughs) I guess not. Or at least one of the six dangerous bits, because I'll count each paw as a dangerous bit. If you bit. gag him, he's going to have to yeah. Yeah, spew you out. That was Chase Delwo's technique when a bear, just as startled mm-hmm. as he was, thrashed the elk hunter around the Montana woods. I remember an article that my grandmother gave me a long time ago that said large animals have bad gag reflexes. The technique worked, and with bites on his head and leg, he lived to tell the story. Wow. That could have been a good spot to make a gag reflex joke. You heard it here, kids. <laughs> if you get attacked by a bear, shove your arm down its throat. Or whatever you have available. Or just run up to a bear and shove your arm down its throat and see, how it, see, what, go, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, go find them. Yeah. <laughs> go attack a bear with your arm down with, its throat. With all the confidence in the world, just shove your arm right in that bear's throat. I'm a gag you. <laughs> Nebraska. Um, oh, was it this year where the guy that wanted to make his own racist town? No, that was 2014. Yeah. Oh, see, I forget what year it is. Nebraska, I don't know. This is what happens when your neighbor's state smokes pot. Nebraska wow. and Oklahoma are not fans of Colorado's legal marijuana system, saying it's created a flood of modern-day bootleggers who are buying pot in Colorado <laughs> and then illegally crossing state lines. They sued Colorado, asking the Supreme Court to block Colorado's legal marijuana system. Federal government asked the Supreme Court to stay out of it. So let's... What? Why don't you just legalize it in your states yeah, and, no, and no. reap the rewards from doing so? Because of Jesus. I mean, it's it's the same thing that we have here in Utah yep, with yeah. with Nevada having legalized gambling. Yeah, Every, everyone everybody just goes over there. Goes over there. And Wyoming having better fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And alcohol. And alcohol. Yeah. Nevada. Um. Nevada. It's probably something that happened in Vegas. 
You yes. No, because because what happens there stays there. Oh, Um, this one got out. Uh oh. Was it the the chick that ran the people over on the sidewalk? No. This this one's this one's quintessentially Vegas. Elvis um, did something. <laughs> not, not quite. Not, and not Wayne Newton either. Not that uh, quintessentially. Uh, a lion attacked one of the one of the magician guys. Again, high hopes dashed by Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Oh, oh. yeah. New Hampshire. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They've been given their own dialect. <laughs> no, but they've been given their own geography because Ben Carson made a map of the U.S. Oh yeah, <laughs> and put a bunch of states in the wrong place. <laughs> the genie like the erect, uh, the erect northern section. Of I the was United even states. thinking of that as like <laughs> that's the biggest news article from New Hampshire. <laughs> yes, probably a slow news year in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> the GOP presidential candidates' campaign shared a map in November that misplaced five New England states. Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island. His campaign deleted the Twitter and Facebook posts with the graphic. <laughs> Post haste. In shame. But yes, like we said haste. earlier, everything that goes on Twitter stays on Twitter. <laughs> it ain't like Vegas. New Jersey. Um, Orange Jersey. people roaming around with gold chains? <laughs> yeah. There's, Bridge, that's not news. <laughs> Bridgegate was last year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Family terrorized by stalker called The Watcher. Uh, what? Is he the clown? In a story that sounds more <laughs> like the plot a of a twisted horror film than reality, a family was forced to forego living in their New Jersey dream home after receiving threatening letters from a stalker that called The Watcher. Oh, I did. I do remember hearing about that one now. The, indi- the individual wrote that the Westfield New, Jer- Westfield, New Jersey home that the family recently purchased has been s- the subject of my family for decades. And that he or she was was put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. The letters taunt the new owners and their children to the point that the family did not move in and is seeking damages for fraud and breach of contract. The family is, the family said the previous owners should have told them that the home was being watched before they purchased the property. It sounds vaguely familiar. Well, I, I said clown at first. Because yeah. there's a whole thing with that guy that was dressing in that clown suit and walking around town, and people are taking like weird pictures of the guy, and that guy was like, "There's some weird clown dude like stalking the uh, town." What was the name of that serial killer? Uh, Gacy. Gacy. Yeah. Mm. Well, he was he was a real life clown. Yeah. And like a pet, like a real life clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was he was quite nuts. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico drought. There's drought there. This uh, this one was wait, this one was bigger news. Wait, oh, I was gonna say bigger news. I was gonna say because I know that that guy. I thought it was down by. I came from his New Mexico, or if it was in Arizona. It's or not more Utah. important than the drought, but it's bigger. Well, I was gonna go with that guy that has the gold out there hidden someplace. That's oh, been making big news lately. Yeah, what's his name? And I uh, thought that was New Mexico, where that guy he had hid all those those riches and did a, a poem that was supposed to help decipher it, but yeah, nobody what the hell is his name? His name's uh, <laughs> the guy's dead now. He passed oh, away. Oh, did he die? Yeah. Howard you Fenn or something, right? Fenn. Something Fenner. like that. Yeah. Well, the guy wrote a book, and in the book was a poem. Clues. And the poem is a clue to decipher on where the gold... He basically was this wealthy, like, billionaire dude who has been collecting all these, like... Like, literally, like, he's like, yeah, there are literal gold bars yeah. hidden in and, this and chest. And rubies and diamonds and stuff. Worth millions of dollars. And he went out and he stashed it. And he wrote a poem to lead 
treasure hunters to find it, but nobody's found it yet. Mm. Yeah, not not. Sounds him. like he's just fucking with people. People, yeah, maybe. the people, other people were like, "No, he's pretty fucking serious." Because <laughs> other people said it's true. <laughs> like, Man. like he bought this shit and he had a whole bunch of money, yeah. and it ain't here no more. Like, that's oh. not it though. Huh. No, what I don't it? know what it is. It's not a man, actually. It's a woman? The knockout scene around the world. Oh, Rousey? Yeah. Oh. Did yeah. that fight happen in New Mexico? I like Ronda. Apparently so. I didn't know that. Or New Mexico just had nothing else to play on their news. <laughs> it apparently <laughs> happened there. All right. How about New York? Um, New York. There's a lot of it, things that happen Is there. it immigrant news? I figure that's... No. Uh, no. Um, I don't know. The prison break that wasn't Shawshank. Oh, right, right. Everyone's Three dying with to help call from inside. Yeah. No, it was those two guys, yeah, and they ended up killing one, and the other guy got shot and captured. Oh yeah, they no, they killed them both. They both, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought one guy they had they had alive, the one guy they just straight up blasted. They they did they did have uh, they did have Richard Matt for a while, but then they shot him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Matt. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Two days after that, Sweet was shot and taken into custody. So maybe you're right. Yeah, because I know the first guy was just shot. Yeah, he was fatally shot. Two days after that, Sweet was shot and then taken into custody. So they missed. And then they're like, well, we'll fuck, I guess we'll, I thought I him, guess we'll like, do our was, primary job then. He was doing something like, like he was fleeing across the field, and they just, they're like, they had the shoot to kill warrants on those guys because they were some pretty bad dudes. Mm hmm. Yeah, but it's shoot to kill on everybody. They send James uh, Bond after him. Yeah. North Carolina. Uh, they had some shit going down. North, no. We're not South Carolina. Yay. <laughs> yep. All right, next. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't remember if North Carolina had a Ten Commandment issue going on. This is probably not one. I, I don't remember this story. Okay. Uh, this holiday season, 70 deaf and hard of hearing children from the Charlotte region, got to tell Santa everything on their list. Bicycles, dolls, video game systems, the usual. What was unusual was that they were able to talk to Santa themselves. It's called sign language. Quote, it will be a memory they'll always remember for the rest of their lives. Uh, hence the always. Uh, said Donna Kadick of with Deaf Services. So apparently they had a... Uh, uh, ASL uh, capable yeah. Santa in North Carolina. Did you oh, see the? Did you see that commercial that was going around with the Starbucks where they had the TV screen and they could do they could sign to the person inside for what their order was? Uh, uh-uh. I thought that was badass. Yeah, that's nice. North Dakota. We're not South Dakota. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there was some sort of news going on amongst the six people there. Okay. <laughs> what did Bob do? U.S. Supreme no. Court will take up case on deep lung breath tests. I hate those tests. Deep lung breath tests. We got to do a lung capacity test for firefighters. Yeah. We've had guys pass out doing it. What is it? What do you do? You got to take a really big deep breath in, uh-huh. and they got a tube about the size of a piece of a toilet paper roll. Uh-huh. You, pu- you put your mouth around it, uh-huh. and you got to exhale as fast as you can and let ba- try to deflate your lungs, and you basically go until your face turns red, and they tell you to stop. It's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. I hate that test. Huh. Um, yeah. What is what is this test? 
apparently that's what it is. Um, a lot of things. The Supreme Court will decide. Immigrant news. After December, there were cases out of Minnesota and North Dakota in which drivers were charged with a crime after they refused to take the prison break test. Thirteen states. Oh, right, right. With help from inside. Those two guys. Yeah, and they ended up killing one, and the other guy got shot and captured. Oh yeah, they no, they killed them both. They both. Yeah, it's okay. I thought one guy they had they had alive. One guy they just they they did they did have. They did have Richard Matt for a while, but then they shot him. So that was the news out of North Nodak. Dick Matt. Oh, wait. Lame. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. Two days after that, Ohio. shot and taken into custody. So maybe you're right. Yo. Yeah, because I know the first guy was just shot. Yeah, he was fatally shot. Yeah, two days after that, he was shot and then taken into custody. Yeah, so didn't they didn't missed. even do nothing. And then they're didn't like, well, do nothing. I thought, I guess we'll do our primary job then. He was doing something like he was both. Still no bells. Final words. Echoed across the country as a na- national oh, conversation about race and the guy that was killed in the back of the car churned on. I didn't even do nothing. White University of Cincinnati police officer Ray Tenzing shot said he shot 43 year old Debose, an unarmed black man, during a traffic stop after yeah. being dragged by Debose's vehicle. Oh, then right. the video changed everything. Yeah, footage, uh, footage from the video of Tenzing shot him in the head. Right, body camera showed a calm exchange. Tenzing was fired and indicted on charges of murder and and voluntary manslaughter. More examples of how video is becoming the new smoking gun in police shootings. He was one that was shot in the back running in the park. Nope. No. Not that guy? No. No, this was the video of the guy. uh, It was just a routine stop, and he just shot him in the face. The kid in the car? It was a 43-year-old man. Okay. I'm trying to remember that one. Uh, Yeah, it's so hard to keep track of them all. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oklahoma. Oh, that's the Ten Commandments. It the is wind not. came whipping it down the trail. It is not the Ten Commandments. It is not the Ten Commandments. I was, I was thinking Nothing for sure Oklahoma would be Ten Commandments. Roy Moore is in. A is place. he in Oklahoma? No, he's in uh, Miss Alabama, Mississippi. Yeah, that's right, Alabama. Yeah. Oklahoma isn't the place to be where the wind comes whipping down the trail. Something or other. I don't know. Daniel Holtzclaw. Daniel Sounds familiar? A former Oklahoma City police officer was convicted in December of sexually assaulting women he preyed upon in low-income neighborhood he, neighborhoods he patrolled. Was he that 29-year-old that just got convicted? A jury convicted Daniel Holtzclaw of four charges of first-degree rape and 14 other counts. Yeah. He sobbed while hearing the yeah. verdicts on oh, his 29th birthday. I know, yeah. Holtzclaw could spend the rest of his life and he, sh- he, he should. Is, he is spending the rest of his the life. The jury's recommendation is that he serve 263 years. Which is the rest of his life in Damn. prison. Damn. Each count came with like 15 years. Yeah, and he bawled like he a He not going to be that old. Baby. He ain't no Methuselah. Methuselah, bitch. Don't you doubt that book? We working today. <laughs> maybe maybe God turned that gene on it. Maybe that's why people get such long sentences. Like, hey, he could have... Just the, in case. He could have the God gene turned on. We're going to give him... Nine hundred and fifty years. I'm gonna have to bring that clip next time. I gotta write that down. <laughs> we working today. We're working today. Uh, Oregon, Oregon weed. No There's trail. Oh. What well, ends in Oregon? Usually you don't make it. Usually you die of some sort of syphilis or a snake bite <laughs> before you get the weed. Yeah, it's it's possible. I mean. There was a there was a video game, the Oregon Trail. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's called the <laughs> Snail Trail. That game was slow. 
<laughs> oh, I went totally. I went somewhere else with it. Well, no, where'd you where'd you go with that? I'm not even gonna say. <laughs> you said snail trail. Oh and boy! Yeah, that's where I was going with it at first, and <laughs> I changed it. <laughs> Banana slugs. <laughs> anyway, uh, Oregon. I'm fit, not sure what they happened. fit perfectly in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Oregon legalized weed this year. Uh huh. I figured that would be a big thing. Um, they're they're south of Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're pretty laid back. Yeah, yeah. They ha- they have a resident named named Chris Harper Mercer. They've they've got Mercer. I remember that name for some reason. Yeah, there was an Oregon Community College shooting. Oh yeah, in Roseburg. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's when everybody's going well. It's them liberals let them have guns in that state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Pennsylvania. They realized they spelled it wrong. It should be Transylvania. <laughs> they realized Brian Fields is awesome. <laughs> I don't think they've realized that yet, but uh, but they're missing out. Yeah. Uh, uh, deadly Amtrak derailment snarls uh, northeast train traffic. Yeah, that fucks. That'd be pretty fuck some shit up. Gonna have to do some things to get around that. Definitely taking the train. <laughs> <laughs> Rhode Island. Mm. They got misplaced on the map by Carson as well. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Be thankful you don't have gonorrhea. Oh. <laughs> in Rhode Island? Or just anywhere in Apparently particular? in Rhode Island. Watch where you tinder. A recent rise in sexually transmitted diseases in Rhode Island could be in part due to social apps, the state's Department of Health said this year. In a press release on the state's website, the, par- the department states that, quote, using social media to arrange casual and often anonymous sexual encounters, close quote, has contributed to the recent rise. Hmm. Gotta wrap that stuff, yo. Yep. South Carolina. We're not North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I don't know any of that. I'm just, I'm just any of these. I'm, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'm going to go with the commandments issue there too because it's in the same area. Yeah, I mean that that probably would have worked if they didn't have Dylan Roof. Uh, oh, white boy shoots up black church. Yeah, massacre in Charleston. Yeah. Outcry against hate across the state, which led to the Confederate flag issue mm-hmm. as well, which... Yeah. Yep. And the burning of several black churches. Yep. Right. Sodak, South Dakota. Sodak. Hmm. I drove through South Dakota this year. When you went home? Mm. Yeah, when I went to Minnesota. You took 70? Yeah. No, 90, sorry. I took that road that goes to South Dakota. It's, nine, it's, it's, it's well, 80 and 90 both go I took that on the way back, and the way there, I went, I went through Nebraska. Yeah, that's 70. That's I've, 80. It's a flyover state, that's all I No, 80 know. goes through Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah, Cheyenne, through Nebraska, and Iowa, then I take 25 north. Dude, are you looking at Ben Carson's map? <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about going east? Yeah. <laughs> you said taking it back. And then you said Wyoming, Nebraska. No, taking it back, I went through South Dakota going there. I'm taking I took it back. 80. I'm good. You took 80. Oh, okay. To get there. And on right. the way back, I took the South Dakota route. I'm not, I'm not even. I took so many fucking Don't back cry. roads. South Dakota's 90. 
I don't think I was actually on a highway the entire time. Oh, well. <laughs> I was on a lot of two-lane dirt roads. I let my GPS <laughs> lead me. Because <laughs> North Dakota is 94. And then I think 90 goes right through South Dakota. So what's the Sodak? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, a controversial peak. It's one of the nation's, oh, nation's yeah. biggest naming controversies. Oh, now, that Denali's, the now that Denali's name is settled once and for all. The Harney Peak, uh, 7,240-foot high South Dakota summit. Uh, Lakota Indians and their allies are fighting f- to Did get the federal government to change the name, which they find offensive. William S. Harney, its namesake, was a brutal army general whom Lakota tribes blame for massacring 86 people, including women and children, under Chief Little Thunder's flag of truce in the Battle of Ash Hollow in 1855. Plus, give it back the name. Many Americans already named the shit. What a dick am I that I'm thinking 86 people? That doesn't seem like very many. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's like a whole family. That's like a a (laughs) tribe. Yeah. Tennessee. Um, <laughs> mm. I don't know. I'm guessing it's a minor thing. Yeah, it's a feel-gooder. It's a tremendous story about kindness. Girl that, finds cat. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dad <laughs> Livingston had never been to Mount Juliet, Tennessee Elementary School. He had never he had never even met anybody there. He lives about eight hundred miles away, but the kids there the kids call him their New Jersey grandfather. An email blast from the school mistakenly went to Livingston in East Hampton Township, New Jersey, at the start of the school year. Instead of ignoring it, he started to help with small things he learned the school needed. And his charity helped launch a random acts of kindness challenge among students. Is this no more of a story about a New Jersey man? Yeah. <laughs> Quote, when someone makes a big impression on you, uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee, our news is so lame, we use New Jersey's news. (laughs) (laughs) It makes you want to do a lot of good in the world. Livingston estimated he still gets one to two emails per week from the school, though nobody has been able to figure out why. Hmm. Taxes. That should be a fairly easy mystery to fucking solve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Be like, here is our mailing list. Oh, shoot, there it is. I'll take your name off, sir. Oh. Your email server admin sucks. Yeah. Did I? Maybe I forgot to mention it's Tennessee. Oh, we oh. didn't do Tennessee. They, they <laughs> just why. then learned about them computers. Uh huh. Well, this string doesn't go all the way to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't figure. I, I don't. I don't know how he's getting these telegraphs. <laughs> was Was Texas Jade Helm? No. Um, that'd be a good one too, though. Uh, their new their new fence going up on the border. Droughts or floods. Nope, those would all be good. Are we on Texas yet? Yeah. Oh. Uh, have they tried to excommunicate Austin because they're not conservative enough? Rick Perry lost out in the primary race really, really quickly. Mm-mm. Um, he some- got new glasses. <laughs> Someone found an armadillo and thought it was a cat. <laughs> Sandra Bland. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, fuck she, me, I, that name is really familiar. She was the one who went to go sue the Supreme Court so she could attend a college day. No. no. it's not her? No. It's uh, just what happened to Sandra Bland. It's the question her family has been asking her since her death in a Texas jail cell in July. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. yeah. If you haven't shit. heard of her, yeah. it may be useful to know that Democratic right. presidential candidate Bernie Sanders used her name in the same breadth as Eric Garner and Freddie Gray. 
Authorities say she was arrested for getting confrontational during a traffic stop. She went to jail and committed suicide in her cell a few yeah. days later. They say she was suicide in quotes. Yeah. Her family doesn't believe it. But Texas grand jury, again, hearing in December, ruled it would not indict anyone connected to that incident. Yeah, that was horseshit. That whole thing. Yep. I, have you watched the video of the of her being pulled over? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of bullshit. Yep. Yeah. All of the, on the uh, anytime you guys don't get it, and I'm like, nope, that would be a good one, but it's always it's always a killing. horrible, nasty yeah. thing. Utah. Um. Uh. Not World Congress of Families. Probably not that. Um, we fucking live in this state. What's fucking happened this past year? Two here? years ago was marriage equality. Yeah. Uh, defund Planned Parenthood? Mm, no. Um, the crosses was a couple years ago. LDS Church having a mass resignation? I added that as one I think should be a part of this, but yeah. they, they thought the 100 year weather event. Of what? Utah weather officials declared it is the deadliest flooding in recorded state history oh down south yeah, yeah. it was even enough to qualify spring, yeah. as a hundred year flood event a flood that would have 100 to one chance of happening in any given year hmm. but yeah i added the 2500 individuals present for the large mass resignation of the lds church yeah uh, some, of those, some of those flood videos were pretty amazing oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah people taking video while they're traveling down the freeway and just fucking like walls of water. water yeah yeah crazy Cars overturned and everything. Vermont. Um, they perfected making syrup. They did that a long time ago. No, buddy. a better syrup. This <laughs> syrup gets you high. <laughs> That'd be a good syrup. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put that shit all over pancakes. Oh, fuck yeah. Waffles. My finger. Waffles, such My a high finger. word. <laughs> 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 hey, try my try my syrup finger. Just lick it. Just lick it. <laughs> Get your eye. <laughs> what? What's in Vermont? Duffy Duffy syrup. Bring your own fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's finger licking good. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Bernie. Uh, Big year for Bernie Sanders. That's the story. Yep. That he's in the primary. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Virginia. Virginia. Mm. Um, they produced their last steamboat for gambling on for Maverick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Where am I going? I'm cursor. <laughs> On air killing of TV journalist. Oh, yeah. Nation oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot that was even in Virginia. Yep. Washington. Washington. Um, Pot legalization. They found D.B. Cooper's money. <laughs> Hell no, that dude got away with it. I think they found it in the 80s. Rachel Dolzeal. Oh, right. Whatever her name is. White the woman N- identifies N-A-A-C-P. as black and baffles yeah. the yeah. nation on race. Yeah. West Virginia. Nobody cares what goes on in West Virginia. Um, they found a man with two teeth? <laughs> no, that oh. news has not happened yet. Somebody oh, okay. who could not floss with a knotted sock? <laughs> I haven't found um, it yet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they pioneered finger syrup. 
<laughs> For a second, I was like, wow. <laughs> it's a thing? That's, that's not real. Ryan's a genius. <laughs> Some say. <laughs> Want to combat gender, gender inequality online? Hire your own Wikipedian in residence. What? West Virginia University wants to close Wikipedia's gender gap since its founding in 2001. The free and openly editable encyclopedia has attracted more than 25 million registered users and more than 1,000 editors. But according to the 2011 survey conducted by Wikipedia, only 8.5% of these editors are women. The ubiquity of Wikipedia makes this gender disparity an issue of quality control. The university wants to help correct the imbalance with a one-year Wikipedian in-residence position designed to increase the number of Wikipedia articles about West Virginian women and gender studies by 25%, according to a press release issued by the university. That's weird. Yeah, it is That weird. is really, really interesting, yeah. Why, why is there such a disparity, I wonder? I don't know. And why is West, why is West Virginia, Virginia taking this up? Yeah. It's just strange all the way around. They're probably trying to figure out why more women aren't in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, that sounds That's something like something more West Virginia would do. We've got too many women contributing to the articles on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Get, uh, my dinner ain't cooked. <laughs> Wisconsin uh, union busting was last year. Scott Walker, Paul Ryan making it to surprisingly no. Neither of those. Huh. Um, I think both of those are probably bigger than those, well Madison. But. Even had they had the they passed a law where you can't discriminate against atheists, mm-hmm. but that's probably not going to make it. No, this one was about Don Jaquish. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? No. Okay. Like maybe you guys would share a cheese curd and a finger yeah, a finger or two. <laughs> that's what most people say when they're like, "Oh, you're from Wisconsin? Do you know?" So I'm like, "Dude, Wisconsin's not a small state." <laughs> yeah. I'm from Wisconsin. You eat cheese curds and like syrup fingers? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate. Don Jaquish lost his wife, Babette, to cancer last year, just before Thanksgiving. Quote, wait a minute. Yeah, you don't make sense right now. No, this, pages. this doesn't make sense. Okay. Just before Thanksgiving, she died. Quote, her and I, what we had is as good as it gets. Close quote, he said. Sunflowers were Babette's favorite. In her memory, Don planted a four and a half mile ribbon of them along both sides of Wisconsin State Road 85. All right. A gift to his wife, but also to the world of romantics. Millions of people saw Babette's flowers in person, online, and in the news. Aaron Rents, Babette's daughter's daughter, on why the table why the tale of the sunflowers captivated so many people. Quote, who doesn't love a love story? So that's Wisconsin. That's not a lame. But it's not a sad story. Like nobody got shot and beat up or killed. Yeah, but no Walker or Ryan. That's no. weird. That yeah. Even Wisconsin ignores them now. They're fuck ups. <laughs> Wyoming. Um. Lots of snow. Mm-hmm. Mm, a cow got loose. <laughs> Probably. They added their five thousandth resident. <laughs> They had another shitty rodeo where they killed animals. Well, undoubtedly. In 1998, 21-year-old... Well, we're talking about 2015. Come on. Oh. Give me, give me. What? 
<laughs> Give me your Sarah finger. <laughs> okay. In 1998, 21-year-old University of Wyoming student Matthew Shepard was murdered yeah. in an anti-gay hate crime in Laramie. 17 years later, the town where he died adopted a non-discrimination ordinance declaring discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity in housing, employment, and public facilities illegal in the city. The Laramie mayor said Shepard's death didn't influence the ordinance, but he believes it will help alleviate perceptions people developed of Laramie as a result of Shepard's murder. So so that's weird, but... Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Earlier this, this year, this has nothing to do with Matthew Shepard, but it but should let's bring up Matthew Shepard's perception this. of us right. from what happened. Yeah. With right. We don't, we don't want to link it to that in case you were thinking that we were going to somehow honor his unjust murder. Yeah, we don't just tie every homosexual to a fence and beat him to a near death. Yeah, no, two complete death. Well, yeah. I thought I thought someone found him like just barely hanging on. It doesn't matter. Died. That's what killed him. Yeah. Well, that's what killed him. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> beat him nearly to death. Like they they. They could have beat him one more time to truly kill him, but they left I, him there to suffer. I would charge them with murder. Which for is that. worse. Yeah. Earlier this year, the state tried to pass a non-discrimination act, but it failed. <laughs> How does that fail? Gross. Because uh, they want to be able to discriminate. Judy Shepard, Matthew's mother, told the Associated Press, press, quote, I'm thrilled that Laramie's doing it. At the same time, sort of saddened that the state of Wyoming can't see fit to do that as well. Maybe the rest of Wyoming will understand this is about fellow human beings and not something that's other than what they are. And close quote. So, or the fact it took seventeen fucking years to to even not acknowledge that it has anything to do with yeah. him. Yeah, that's gross. And that's your you're in top story is state by state. You don't have like what was the top story for the entire United States? It's probably some killing. It's probably it's probably most likely Baltimore or San Bernardino. Black Lives yeah. Matter. Uh, probably San Bernardino right now. I suppose. But you gotta take it encompass the whole year. Baltimore was on the news for like a fucking month. So was Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say Black Lives Matter. Movement. Yeah. Just as a whole, yeah. 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 Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Or something about Trump. Yeah. Well, gross. hey. It's, I don't want that to be the lead story or top story of anything. Yeah. It's a reality. That, that's all lives matter. Bullshit. Mm. Well, I think we've had a pretty good year on this show. That I we do have. too. Uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys doing this. Appreciate I you guys. have a great time, and I, I really love doing this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, so over the last year and a half that we've been doing this, I, I really have come to love the podcasting community. I mean, there's, yeah. mm-hmm. there's a lot of different shows that I listen to, a lot of shows mm-hmm. that. I know are fantastic that I probably don't listen to. Um, but there's just I, so many shows out there. there. Yeah, there's <laughs> reasonable doubts. And and I just want to say that I appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. Definitely that. Yeah. Thank you very much for all of your feedback. Um, I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you guys doing this all the time. I look forward to doing this again next year and being a little more prepared and doing our own year interview. <laughs> we've got some exciting things coming up. And we've, yeah. got, we've got yeah. Alicia and Whistle from Atheists of Utah joining us again to talk about the gala and a lot of exciting things that they're doing. we got David fucking Silverman. Fuck yeah. <laughs> joining us in February to talk about his book. and Maybe we'll be able to shift him from his accommodationist position. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after David Silverman, what bigger guest can we get than like Richard Dawkins? 
or Neil deGrasse. If we, <laughs> let's get Neil hey, deGrasse Tyson yeah, on just here. Just relax yeah. there, syrup finger. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been licking that finger too much. Mr. Ricky Gervais would be awesome. Oh yeah, oh, God. Um, I want to out of your minds. <laughs> well, and while we're while we're talking about the podcast community, I wanted to send a shout out to David Smalley and and the work that they did recently with their podcast-a-thon or broadcast-a-thon. Yeah, yeah. Their 24 hours. Raising over $100,000 for the Secular Student Alliance. I think that's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really like, too, that the two leading shows, the two the two shows that contributed the, the, that contributed the most amount of money to that were two of my favorites, Scathing Atheist yeah. and Cognitive Dissonance. Oh, you're onto them now. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It took me a little while. It, they, they, you, yeah. You got to warm up to those guys well, a little get, bit. Well, going into it cold and then just hearing a lot of the cackling and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, yeah. don't, I don't, I don't, quite get it. But after listening, I, I've, they I've grow kept on listening. You. Yeah, they, do. they absolutely do. They're, they're, and they're really smart guys. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. They're, yeah. they're, 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 that's a good show. I gotta, get, I gotta get back into it. I, I, I only listen to back episodes for like a long time to get caught up. And I haven't listened to a new episode for a few months, so I got oh really shit tons of cognitive dissonance to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, they've they've had some really good shows. They, I yeah, that's to good. One. I didn't know that they I didn't know that they came in second. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I li- well, and I, I think they only came in second because there was apparently a donor for uh, Noah's show, the the skating atheist, that donated like five thousand dollars just from one guy. Oh so, damn. Um, at least that was the impression I got from some of the the shows that I've listened to. Either way, they're both fantastic shows. Yeah, yeah, they are really, really great shows. Um, and I, I listened to an episode of Cognitive Dissonance earlier today that had David Smalley on there, mm-hmm. and, and they were talking about the the show and everything. It, it was really funny. Uh, <laughs> David was talking about um, it, and it's fun to listen to Cognitive Dissonance with David on there because David swears, which right. You don't you don't ever hear him do that on Dogma Debate right. because it's, right. you know he doesn't have the explicit tag. It's a tag. PG yeah. show, yeah, yeah. But so to hear him curse and everything is always fun. But he he also told them about a story about at the end of the you know at the end of the twenty four hour broadcastathon or whatever that they did that uh, apparently some of Dogma Debate's listeners wanted their after show thing for being contributors. Right after twenty four hours. hours of listening to this stuff, the fans of Dogma Debate still wanted uh, David and, and crew to do a uh, after, like after show. show kind of thing yeah, for, yeah, their, yeah. for their supporters. Twenty five hours. And Holy so, shit. so no. David said, you know, so we just kind of turned on the microphones, and you know, it's it's just a bunch of background noise while we're doing other things. And he's like, you know, we're we set up to have everybody do a group photo by the Dogma Debate sign, and. I guess Talissa was was uh, the one who was operating the camera, and I think I think David said that Alex was telling her how to operate the camera and everything. And after listening to the cognitive dissonance guys on the show, the the thing that Talissa used when she's like, "Okay, everybody, instead of say cheese, it was okay, everybody say glory hole." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> David's like, "So thank you very much for teaching my twelve year old daughter wow, glory hole." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That was funny. Uh, but thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, if you're a new fan of the show or a new listener to the show, thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, if you would, please go out. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and Stitcher, anywhere else that you may find the show. Um, those reviews greatly help us in letting other people know that you think the content is good, you you like the show, and, and, and it attracts other listeners to send us more feedback and help improve the show. 
Um, you can find us on Twitter at TGR Podcast. You can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can call us or send us a text message at 33081rebel. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. And, again, I just really appreciate you listening to the show. Don't forget to let them Twitter our Twitter. If you... Did I, I, I said the Twitters. Yeah, you did. Oh, did he? I didn't think... Uh, I, I, didn't, I was waiting I for Twitter or Twitter or Twitter. At yeah. TGR Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, again, thanks for tuning in. Let other people know that you like the show. Give us, give us ratings. Uh, and I look forward to talking to you all again and doing another... Talking at you. Talking yeah. at you. Next next year. Next year. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to exciting things to come. Oh yeah. All right, everybody. We will chat at you next week. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Give me that syrup finger. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I try to find a fucking song with syrup fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.